Tune in weekly to the Josh You a Fool podcast with comedian Josh Adams for all his takes on what happened this week. Subscribe on Apple iTunes or Google Play to the Josh You a Fool podcast to hear the jokes and thoughts of Josh Adams. Follow Josh Adams on Instagram at I'm Josh Adams. What's up, y'all? It's the Josh Adams podcast, episode five. I don't know the date. It don't matter. We living for the day. We're here to have a good-ass time, man. And I got in the building with me, man. Of course, my co-host, my family. What's up, Corey Frazier? What's the deal? What's happening? What's happening? We living good. And on the other hand, my right side, what's going on? Kid Clever. What's going on? Blessings, my brother. You know what it is, man. We in here drinking. We off that Detroit distillery. We doing the bourbon. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I had to do that. You know, the gin was cool last time, but I'm like, that bourbon put me right where I need to be because I argue with my girl. And I got a lot of hostility in my chest. And I'm just going to start just numbing it with alcohol. All right, let's, start right, alcohol? let's stop right there. Argue with your girl. What is this argument about? Man, just girls being irrational and stupid and um, being <laughs> emotional bullies. Okay, so one spoiled. second. You're ta- you taking it to level 10 right now already. That's where we at. We're going to take it to that level because that's where it's going to be. <laughs> As he takes another sip. You know what I'm saying? And I'm about to see you right. Are you going to explore anything into your personal life and share with the true like right now context of this argument was about we will once it's more of this liquor get into me and as we get on in the show we're gonna do it naturally because i know she's gonna listen and actually we were supposed to have some women on this podcast um on this episode they canceled we're gonna have them because to the ladies i'm telling y'all this still this gonna be a good episode so stick around you know what i'm saying but we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna keep it moving how y'all week been so far des my week been pretty good man um just Normal week working for the most part. Mm-hmm. Got my hair cut today, you know. Shout out to Leon. He got me together too. We all out here. We go do our thing. Got to look fresh. That's what the ladies into. Kari, what's you been up to? Man, everything's good. I'm seeing that the uh, Rockets is up two points. I'm surprised about that shit. So by the time y'all hear this podcast, they will be eliminated from <laughs> yep. playoffs. It'll be a wrap. That's the way it's looking. Golden State looking like God up there playing with them on 2K. And, um... That's what that's going to be. But, again, we're not going to jump all the way into sports because, like I said, ladies, we love y'all. I want y'all to stick around, man. But what I'm going to do here, man, um, I'm going to introduce uh, this special guest that we got today on the podcast, man. This is one of my big homies, OGs. I go to when I need to talk about relationships, about niggas bullshitting in comedy, um, just kids, <laughs> uh, having a baby mom or, you know what I'm saying, the mother of your kid, somebody I go to and chop it up and get a lot of knowledge from, man. And I didn't know that him and Kari actually – had some dealings in the past. Like, I didn't realize how deep uh, Kari was in the comedy comedy game mm-hmm. until this special guest walked in here. I don't know if we got no applause. Hopefully some music played before the... Uh, I'm going to just clap podcast. for him. Podcast, come on, you going to clap for him? Yeah. Dad's going to do the sound effects. I want y'all to give it up for right now, my main man, Martez Jackson. What's up, yeah. man? Yeah, 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 yeah. And Tess. what Josh neglected to mention, he and I are both left-handed Leos born on the exact same day, Facts. seven years apart. Most definitely. Shout out to the Leos. I'm one of them, too. So that nigga, yeah. the, he the iPhone 7, I'm the 10. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be correct? Why well, he had to be the, the 7? The no. I gave the nigga the 7. I could have told that seven. nigga he was a no-kill. He uh, could have uh, said no I kill. was like the 3, you know though. Low-key. This nigga could have been a sidekick. Low-key, though. Low-key. That's my nigga. Talk. He's very advanced in what he got going on. Hold on. on. A 7, the big, was that the first big screen? 
I think they had a plus. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think okay. they had a plus. So let me get that plus on that, though. Yeah, yeah. He, a, he, a, he, a, he a 7S plus on y'all ass. The S, too. You know what I'm saying? Hey, but man, nah. There's still some people financing that through Best Buy right now, probably. And that's facts. I, I got a facts. 6 right Yo. here, brother. So. And that's facts. Tez, tell hey, people about it. I bet you, I bet you, I bet you can finish paying that shit off. I did. That's funny. Definitely. Hey, man, it's good to be here, Josh. Let me tell you something, man. Yeah. Josh is one of them brothers that came in the game taking comedy very seriously. Very seriously. Like, he wasn't about them games. It wasn't about getting on stage for the attention of the women or none of that. Josh was like, I'm funny. Yeah. I have talent. And Josh, for those of y'all listening, and you may, I don't know when y'all going to see him in person, but the brother's like six feet six and Indeed. athletically built. Indeed. Where y'all meet like, at, Tess? Me and Josh met at the comedy spots. It might have been one of Tony Roney's spots so or something. Like, yeah. So many of them. Tez, like I said, Tez was around. He had braids at the time, so this nigga was on some. And even back then, yeah. the young girls wanted Josh, and they always looked at me like an uncle. And back <laughs> then, I was in my 30s. Josh was in his 20s. Yeah, I was 20, 21. I they were still on him, though, all the women, because Josh got that young appeal. Yeah, it was yeah, like, yeah. I've always been an uncle to these little girls. I don't Definitely get it. Definitely uncle, 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 <laughs> uncle Remus on these hoes. They like, they like, excuse me, can you get that young nigga behind you? <laughs> Bro, when, when Josh was trying to get his first head shots, we was looking for photographers for him, and I hit my homegirl, bad little female from Canada. I said, inbox my boy, he trying to get his hair shots done. She was like, ooh, he fine, who is he? Wow. I'm like, I wanted you though. I just he said, said, I was trying to fuck you, <laughs> yeah, like. Just hit him up on that tip though, but just, you know. Just be professional now. <laughs> How professional were you, my friend? <laughs> she never, I don't think I ever got no hair shots. I, bro, I hate hair shots, like comedy-wise, like Ted's gonna be on my head, like used to be on my head. Even Dez yeah. be on my head. Like, I don't like taking pictures for taking heads. I think I just want to be funny, nigga. Bro, no no homo. Let, let me establish this, bro. Josh got that build for, like, all outfits. Any Like, you put him in a street outfit. He got that. One him more compliment. It's going to be weird. Him and Darius, bro. <laughs> he like, nigga, it's just your pectoral muscles. Nigga, them bitches be up in your And I, I'm, I'm going to tell you why I'm on that, bro. I'm going to tell you why I'm on that. As somebody who struggles with fluctuating weight, and this uh, high school quarterback cat been the same dude since day one. He don't appreciate his blessings, son. Bro. I'm getting there, though, Tess. I'm falling off, Like, you know when Walmart do the T-shirts in the summer, like the Grape Fanta (laughs) T-shirts? Bro, I can't even buy those. Because of my stomach. This dude by the whole... Great Fanta. You got to take that out. <laughs> you, can't, you can't drink it and wear the shit, Tess. But I'm saying, you talking about you hate headshots, bro. You I got do. the perfect everything for that, man. You supposed Tess. to be killing Hollywood with that sex symbol. You, right. you know what I mean? Tess, I just hate that shit, man. Like, I don't know. All the shit that niggas look forward to, I'm kind of like taking pictures. Why do I have to send you a bio? Bro. You know, picture me. Take a picture of me on stage with a mic in my hand and then you I that. have to be funny, bro. Oh, shit, you got sweet. the look. You could you you hilarious, but you still got that look where they ready to put you in the movie. Well, I have to. to be funny, bro. They need to hurry up, put me in the movie, man. Put me on the radio. Let's do something. Yeah, some of that shit you need the headshots for. As yeah, you I need get it. The, you know, I'm a rebel, dog. He'll he listen to you, Car. He won't listen to me. No, I mean, holler at your boy. I'm listening. He, don't listen. he ain't listening to me. I'm listening now, man, because I realize how important it is. But fuck all that. I'm glad that Tez. I don't get a lot of chances to give him no advice because he in the game. <laughs> But he actually is like, you know, because as far as comedians and as entertainers, we have to start embracing the Internet. Mm-hmm. Don't we all agree, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. Tez has, uh, I think, is a dope idea where he got this show that he do on the Internet. <laughs> where he go live and it's called Cooking in Your Draws. Is that right? Cooking in My Draws. Yes, sir. What is That's the basis hilarious. of the show? I, don't you think we were talking That's about hilarious. that rich content downstairs. Yeah. Go ahead and tell them what you doing. 
Now here's the deal. I can I can actually cook, and I would e- hope so. Even in cooking, it don't take much to uh, you know get get you the right utensils, little pots, little pans, little measuring cups. I feel like anybody can cook. You mm-hmm. know, if you read and you take your time. So typically, when everybody cook, you just around the house doing nothing. Especially men and women, if you at the crib by yourself, anything from frying an egg to making some French toast to even cooking a steak. It can get done, and you have to eat. I always thought my grandmother was the best cook, and my grandmother said, Martez, I couldn't cook worth a shit. I just had seven daughters I had to feed. Wow. So over the years, she developed, yeah. So, so basically, daughter one, your first auntie had some horrible <laughs> pancakes, <laughs> but by daughter seven, it was like God, facts. So like culinary so like, genius. So like the youngest was like, "Yo, mom can cook like ever." And it was, it was like, original oh, pancake house in yeah, the joint. Yeah, yeah. yeah. seen the evolution of that macaroni and cheese. You know what I'm saying? The oldest, so yeah, she had and food I, poisoning. I simply turned <laughs> the camera on one day and went live and said, "I'm cooking in my drawers." Wow. And that's the and it's funny because the name catch you and then people watching like is this nigga really in his drawers and then a lot of times he show us he got his drawers on like he don't really take the shot but he show you like the bottom of the drawers and you like this nigga really cooking in his drawers in the kitchen and bro and it's just like, I think mm. it's a dope idea because I'm for a nigga like myself who can't cook to be like damn it's he kicking you know you kicking it with somebody and, and Tez just you know he got that flow to him where it's a natural vibe where he kicking it with you and he having a conversation and it's like. I, I I don't watch them do it, bro, a bunch of times, and it's entertaining to me. I ain't cook shit yet because my girl be cooking. <laughs> but it's just it's entertaining to me, man. So, you know, all you people watching, I need y'all to go look at that, support that, share that, and tag somebody in that because that's just a great idea. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I yeah. just really like the idea. Josh, yeah. the first or second time I did it, Josh hit my phone immediately. Like, as soon as the video ended. You know what I mean? You know how you end a live video and you got to wait to post it. My phone's ringing. Josh like, Tez. Whatever you doing, man, bro, just keep doing, do this, do that, and and then mm-hmm. don't do it on Instagram. Go live and do this mm-hmm. and do that, and everything he said, because at first I did it on the gram. Mm-hmm. Like, I chopped the video up yeah. and, and put it on the gram. That's not enough time. Josh was like, no, go live and interact with your people. So take mm-hmm. it over to the book, go live, and then cut it up, and then post it on the gram as, like, a preview Mm-hmm. For the next one, and you want to, and then now you're so, pushing everybody back to your Facebook because you gotta find where, like, some people might mess with you more on Facebook. Like me and Larry had this conversation. That's another comedian, and Mike Larry, funny dude. You gotta find out where your audience is. At. If most people interact with you on Twitter, you stay on Twitter. If it's Instagram, Instagram. If it's Facebook, it's Facebook. And I was telling Tez what he doing is not set up to be done in 60 seconds. Like people can't appreciate what it is you doing. They need to hear you kicking it, talking about it, seeing what the stuff is, and. I, it's just a good idea. It just needed a longer form. You know what I'm saying? All right. Yeah. Now the next question comes. What What's some of the meals you done made with cooking in your drawers? Uh, one in particular, man. There's a little mechanism called the vegetti, and what this little little gadget does, you take any vegetable, carrots, zucchini, and you turn it in there, and it may, turns your vegetable into a spaghetti noodle. Mm-hmm. Like, Damn. and okay, I made. So that's how they make like vegan spaghetti and all that. Yeah. Stuff. So I took um I took some zucchini, green and yellow zucchini. Mm-hmm. I turned it in there and it came out like like veggie noodles. And I took some um some ragu. Like I could make my own pasta sauce, but because I was doing a little video, I just used a jar and cooked some shrimp and I made sh- vegan or uh, uh, like pescatarian type of meal. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That's that's What's all pescatarian? seafood. Seafood. Okay. When you only eat seafood. It was a shrimp spaghetti but with the veggie noodles. And I wow. did it on the live, you know. And it would be good, though, like... Oh, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. 
I mean, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm, of course, like people on the Food Network, you never see them say their own meal is horrible. Yeah, like you know they're going to tell you, like, no, it was terrible, my nigga. I just did it. <laughs> you, don't, you don't see them tasting like, ugh, it's horrible. I want to eat healthy. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And actually, that meal is no carbs. Wow. So, mm-hmm. like, like you get the the the, uh, the the vegetable noodles, spaghetti sauce, shrimp, that's no carbs at all. And you can eat as much of it until you're full. I can just tell you it's going to run you to the bathroom, though. Wow. Well, that's what you need. So for yeah. the un- unhealthy people, what's some of your um, top go-tos, like, as far as cooking? Well, I'm going to be doing, because um, Josh even mentioned this, I got to do breakfast soon. Okay. So breakfast. I got to do breakfast. But, in a, it, bro, and an odd thing happened. My wife got upset because cooking in my drawers, of course, I'm going live. <laughs> so some female asked about the drawers. Like, and my wife lost it. So wow. I kind of got to do the show when she ain't really at the crib. So it's going to be cooking in your hoop shorts. That's weak as hell. Nobody making no jetty and he smell like he just played 21, nigga. That ain't what it hey, is. You know, you know hoop shorts is dude lingerie, though. It is. Facts. That and, facts. And, and long john bottoms. <laughs> no, that's facts. But that's what I'm saying. I see that's just funny. We ain't gonna get too off topic. But look, look, Miss Money Martez, you gotta let that nigga eat. You gotta let that nigga cook, man. Let him like, cook. Them women that's doing that, they gonna indirectly pay for this lifestyle y'all gonna be living, walking around on marble floors. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Stainless steel facts. refrigerators. It's like you gotta do that. I be telling my girl that like you damn near got an indecent proposal with me sometimes. Like I'm not gonna really go for it, but let me live. Like the girl want to see the draw. Show the draw. I want you to pimp me. Period. Right. So how? Do, so <laughs> since you've been doing comedy tests, how do you balance that? Like from women approaching women fans of what you do and having a relationship. Ah, uh, that's a beautiful thing because uh, at this stage in the game, like we were just talking about. You know, all I got to do is bring Josh in the spot. He's going to take all the ladies because I'm the <laughs> uncle standing there. You know what I'm saying? I got Show a big up. stomach and I'll all that. that. But no, uh, real talk, man, it's, it's it's fun. You know what I mean? Like, of course, you get the attention from the women. But at this stage of my comedy career and mm-hmm. at this age I am, it's more, it's better for me to embrace the friendship of these women. Gotcha. The, the social media contact versus this trying this to flirt with them. media trained. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like the media train. He basically like, no, nah, man, it, the team was good, man. We beat them out forty, but man, it was just a great team. Man. Like, came out no, I'm saying like, game. you know, like at this point, trying to get some, you know, trying to sleep with all these women off a of comedy, it ain't paying me. You know uh, what I'm saying? Yeah, like they that was fun early in my career. You know, you going city to city, you bagging something, and especially if they nice looking. You know, it's something to brag about, but yeah. then at the end of the day, you ain't you ain't getting no money for that. And you, you can't know. really fuck all your fans because you don't want like cannot. You can't like imagine Usher like it, the allure is being able for a woman to think she can have like, Usher. Last Once year you, proved that Usher was smashing a lot more than we thought. Oh, though. he brought up herpes. We ain't gonna, we ain't gonna besmirch nah, my nigga name like that. that. We ain't gonna do what? What was the word? Besmirch. <laughs> besmirch. Besmirch. <laughs> fuck with your nigga. Besmirch my nigga accoutrements. I'm on another level with these words. Facts. But what I'm saying is. Once we, once you have sex with a fan, you no longer that guy that they like. Wow, you were unobtainable with something to look at in a marvel. Now you like that's Josh, and now they acting different and moving different. And they want to get in for free after and you that. Feel me? But I got a girl now, so I can't fuck none of y'all. But <laughs> back in the time I, when I was doing that, I had to realize slowly but surely that just ain't good for business. Like that's probably why my fan base ain't shit now, cause it's a lot of women. But now it's like, ugh. You can't just be trying to hit on all of them. You can't do that. You and like you cool. said, that there's an allure there. Like we talk about social media. That's mm-hmm. That's been our conversation all night as yeah. far as building a fan base, building a following, you know, uh, and, and what we do now. And just like a lot of businesses, everything is social media based. Mm-hmm. 
companies cannot function without the internet in one shape or form. That's real. And when you trying to get that follower, I'd rather tell that female, I don't want your number. Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on this here. I get with you, I talk to you, or you can inbox me, DM me, whatever. But I need you to click that follow button. Twitter, Instagram, I need that. This bring me back to another point from, I don't even know what episode that was. Episode two or something? Just say two. We'll take that. Yeah. (laughs) Dissing a woman ain't, women don't take to getting dissed kindly. But that ain't really a diss. That ain't a diss at all. That's more like, hey, let's just take it here. Because almost it's like I'm not trying to fuck you right away. So it almost make them feel like, okay. And intrigue them too, I yeah. believe too. Now, if he just straight up was like, nah, bitch, I'm straight. But if he like, you know what? Just why don't you follow me on Instagram? And then, you and know. then not only that, it's like, it's like you, you know my circumstance. Because I talk about my marriage and my, almost my whole comedy set now. Yeah, you know basically. what I'm saying? I've, I've gotten some beautiful material from being married. So any woman that attempting to deal with me in that regard, here, just take my social media information. You know what I mean? You don't mm-hmm. need my phone number unless you're trying to book me for something. So Strictly business. Yeah, just take my social media information. You follow me, you know, next time I'm in your town or next, even if it's local. You know, you could find out where I'm at, you know. but And and, and I want to talk about this because you told me this story a bunch of times. Now, it's a funny story to me. It's intriguing. Uh, how we talk about how we were talking about it downstairs before we taped. Uh, about how you basically came in in a weird space as far as comedy started. Like, yeah. you, you came in after... The whole Def Jam, straight do comedy. Uh, we on stage, we ripping, and that's what it's about, and people know you for that. Yeah. And in between the stage of, okay, the internet is now around. Yeah. And I remember you told me about the opportunity that you had to be on a television show that I would want you to tell the story about that involves a. Uh, uh, which one? Coming to the stage or. Yes, or, or, with J. Anthony uh, Brown. Oh, okay. So um, uh, Kool Aid takes me over to uh, me and another comedian, JB. Shout out to JB. Me, Kool-Aid, and JB go to Cleveland. This is LeBron's first or second year in the league. We go to Cleveland, mm-hmm. and LeBron, we're working a club over there called, uh, I can't remember the name of the club, but it was in Cleveland. And uh, I think it was called Laughs at the Underground. And LeBron did a celebrity weekend that weekend. Hmm. So everybody was in town, and of course the comedians that are bigger names are going to stop by the comedy clubs. J. Anthony Brown and A.J. Jamal. Uh, for those of y'all who don't know who A.J. Jamal is, he was the guy in prison and Don't Be a Menace. <laughs> you know, one, one fish, two fish, red thing. fish. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bacon, my brother, that was him. So they come to the club. Uh, first, they bumped me off the show. Okay. They were like, you can't go up. And then Kool-Aid, I guess, talked to him, and then they came back to me. It was like, all right, bro, you got to do five minutes. I'm like, bet. That's perfect for me. Like, I'm still getting paid, right? Yeah. So I go up, do five minutes. I come down, J. Anthony Brown said, have you ever done Comic View? I said, no. He was hosting that season. He said, well, I'm hosting, but it's booked up. But you do know they started that show coming to the stage. I said, yeah, most definitely. He said, if you get me a, a tape, I'll hand deliver it to them. If you give me a tape this week, I'll hand deliver VCR it to them. VCR tapes, nigga. Wow. Yeah. No, no, no. It didn't mean any, any footage because DVDs was popping in, oh, too. But like, was this like was 04. Of... Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So VHS was probably still circulating, but it was like DVDs, too. Okay. So he was like, give me a tape this week. I will hand deliver it to them. First week, this show you how slow I was. And I had an IT background. I should have knew to had all my ducks in a row. First week passed. I'm like, okay, cool. He gave me his business card. His company was called Watch Out Dead Now Productions. Wow. I still got this business card. <laughs> <laughs> Brand the fuck out of this shit. Watch out there now. Yeah. Hey, that's how you got to be. Yeah. That's and how you got to be. First week passed. I'm I'm hitting up other comedians. Now, I didn't know back then that you can't tell some comedians that you have this type of situation going on. 
Because they're going to purposely, oh, nah, man, I ain't got no camera. Nah, I can't tape you because they see you finna get out. nigga holding the camera as you tell it. <laughs> nah, I ain't got no camera, nigga. What's that? <laughs> oh, this just this little thing, a paperweight. And this was before camera phones. So, you know, mm-hmm. so long story short, man, three weeks went past. And each week, I'm like, I got to get it to him. I got to get it to him. After the third week, my spirit was just shot. Mm-hmm. I was like, I can't. I can't get it to him, man. And and the opportunity just fizzled away because I didn't have the technology going. You know what I mean? This was pre-social media, pre. This was just right before you could email somebody a link to an EPK. It yeah. was it was hard to get stuff taped back then too because everybody didn't have cameras at their disposal like that. Too. Yeah, or didn't know how to take them from the camera to tape to or convert. DVD. Yeah, yeah, yeah to conversion. There you That's go. That's why I just thought the story was interesting, especially about the conversation we had. You know what I'm saying off the mic about how. He came in the middle of this whole shift in this entertainment, you know, in this form that we, you know, this form of entertainment that we in. And it's just like, wow, especially with somebody who had all the tools. Yeah. Like, he was like, okay, but it was just not the access is not there. But now if a nigga say, hey, bro, I need five minutes from you, you pull your phone out and you can tape it anywhere. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And send it to him like that, bro. Like, not that, and you don't even have to tape. We already got it. We got it ready to go. You oh, well, yeah, I mean? we got yeah, yeah, yeah. all like, stuff. Hey, go to YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> go on YouTube. I'm you on need YouTube. what? Check your email. Yeah, you need a clean one? Okay, I got another one. You know what I'm saying? That's the second video. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you just, we really had to embrace this this thing, man, because I remember I was asking Kool-Aid about that, like, what was there, because for some reason nowadays, all these comedians, they, they got this thing against Instagram comedians, which I don't have no problem with them, but they seem to be the bane of existence. Well, I don't know why I'm saying all these words, but these the niggas that we all hate. And I was like, who was the niggas that everybody kind of looked at it like Instagram comedians when you was coming up, Kool-Aid? And Kool-Aid said, we was them niggas. Mm. The Def Jam niggas. Everybody was looking at them like, oh, them Def Jam comedians. So it just, every every era is something to look down on. Like, as far as hip-hop and everything, it's always something to be like, that new shit is the terrible shit. I don't know who the Instagram niggas going to be able to look down on, though. Some niggas coming, the hologram niggas. You know what I'm saying? Hologram. Whatever next nigga coming. But I think I think to to a degree, uh, clever. They are looking down on certain cats. Like like it's some internet cats that actually did them to get on. Hate them or love them. I'm a I'm a just name drop. Just hilarious and and, and uh, uh, country Wayne, who are the probably the biggest ones, male and female. They did themselves to get on. Right. They did them. Right. They probably looking at people that's creating characters and putting on wigs or people that's just dancing. You know, like I'll use this name and the brother's funny to me, but it's, he's just dancing. Famous Amos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if he started doing stand up, then the rest of us would be like, ah, you know, you kind of. Right. Nah. We, lo- we love your dancing, but have you been on stage or have you been getting on stage? Stay in your like, lane, pretty much. Bro, right. he, him and his hype man, whoever that guy's hype man is, I want to see his face. Not because that dude be killing me, man. And every time he say something, the famous Amos dude is dancing to what he's saying, bro. And it's hilarious. But think about it like this: if you go to his page, I think he does have the word comedian on there. Mm. And that's where we they losing that term loosely, though. He know he not no comedian. He a silly nigga. But see, it go to all business, though, Josh. We we was discussing that on camera. All businesses, man. This internet. But see, my only thing is. In, in regard to selling a product or, or promoting yourself as something, I always say this. Can't nobody create a, a Instagram profile saying, I'm Officer Johnson. And he ain't never had some sort of police training. or Right. You dig what I'm saying? Like, comedy is the only career field where people can do that. 
Mm. You know, you talked about all the brands, Hyundai, Toyota, Sprite. We talked about all them, how they do business. They're already brands. Our career field is the only one where people can just say, I'm this, and create a profile. Yeah, it's the easiest. I mean, you got models. Models can do that. Rappers can do that as well. But I get what y'all are saying in that vein of things. At least with the models and rappers. Like, at least a, a rapper can make a song, right? And depending on if he get the right producer... They'll put something together and it sound decent, but with stand-up comedy, just mm-hmm. stand-up, bro, you have to get on stage and develop some sort of an act. Right. You know what I mean? You got to develop five minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 40 minutes. A model, same thing. You right. They could say they're a model, but I mean, let's call it what it is, bro. Porn was one of the first industries out here, mm-hmm. like like naked pictures, mm-hmm. and that's what a lot of the women is selling. So can you say they're a model? I think it's more. I think comedy is more accepting because they'll let them in. The gatekeepers will let you in as a comedian if you're Nene Leaks quicker than if you say you're a model. Then Versace will let you just take pictures, like in their clothes. Yeah, you know what exactly. I'm saying? And as far as rap go, before the Billboard, you know what I'm saying? Like you can have one hit, but you know, Cardi she had a hit, but was she a rapper? No, she was a bitch. Excuse me. I don't know why I got all the respect for her right now. I got respect for her, but this is all weird. That I'm even. <laughs> you got into it with your girl. Already, yeah, so this you is ain't, you this ain't. is all this is all indirected. Sorry, you. Cardi. Yeah, Cardi. Whatever. But like I said, <laughs> at first, was she a rapper? No, she just was a motherfucker with a song. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I don't know, man. I just think it's just it's all about the gatekeepers. Well, but the other thing, and I was trying to pull that up. That's what that weird sound was. But some of this stuff that we see. We think it's organic, but it's not organic. It's a lot of multi-million dollar companies and advertising agencies behind these people that seem like they just are making this content and they came out of nowhere that are behind some of these people. Like they're intentional and they're being pushed through different uh, different marketing tools. So mm-hmm. the, the 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 deals that like people are kind of more aware right now of Jada Pinkett has a show on Facebook where right. Facebook is paying for her to make content and do the show. But there are also some of the content creators I know from around Detroit that have been paid through Facebook, you know, pretty hefty deals. They can't really disclose all of the particulars because of the indemnity contracts, meaning they cannot share. Indemnity may be the word for today. What is Hello. with y'all these words, man? This nigga had them words. He be having me talking that shit. Tez, bro. we got to step this shit up, man. My they wife, killing us I, right now. Bro, my wife is an English teacher slash principal. I deal with this all the time, bro. Like, so My the, wife really stepped my vocabulary up, so I'm used to this. But I just don't. I, I thought I was hanging with my guys. I didn't feel like being all educated. Tonight. I can't lose, though. This what we on. So, but these contracts, I'm telling you, like a lot of this stuff through these networks of social media, as we even find it through the Facebook uh, deal right now with Russia, Mm -hmm. like a lot of this stuff was seeming organic. Like you just thinking that this person that thinks like you think is telling you something about Donald Trump or Hillary Clinton when it's really an agency doing this. It's you think it's Eastside Ibo, but Eastside Ibo has a. Uh, agency that's paying him it's to a do conspiracy part of the show it ain't even necessarily a conspiracy as much as it's like the government ain't using it's entities I'm gonna tell you that right I'm now just I saying, meant nigga. it's entities <laughs> it's entities that are paying to present some of these acts in front of us that are not like it's not what people are thinking especially in like a lot of the makeup channels a lot of cooking channels uh some of the comedy channels i'm forgetting the dude's name but the guy that was taking a lot of the patrice o'neill um stand up and like talking to people hot damn i rock 
Okay, classic example. Hot Damn I Rock has not released any content on Hot Damn I Rock, and he was generally getting up to like maybe let's say fifty thousand views per video. Now and he hasn't he released was he anything in about. He was, he, was him. he was taking his material and making videos out of him, and kind of like regurgitating and not giving him credit. Now YouTube signed him to an exclusive deal to be a content creator when he was coming out with. But do you think weekly. because YouTube signed him, he had all the followers, or he developed a fan base and then they signed him? That's the thing. I think it's like a mix of both because even the so. guy he shared the he shared YouTube, a video with one time about like uh, you know uh, do we respect women and he has like that that concept where um, where. Um, he has that that concept where he always is talking with his girl or that one dude that has the whole you know he did that whole you the real mvp video uh i'm forgetting his name but it's a lot of these content creators that are specifically put in these places uh but the content gotta be good so what you gotta tell what you're saying to me is then that they writing this shit for them because some of it yeah i don't know i don't think that's a little far-fetched if I, i know some of these people like it's a it's a dude that i met uh that went to first off youtube has three campuses all on the west coast and their three campuses bring one to the city nigga we need a youtuber in the day <laughs> because the money out the money out in silicon valley for my all nigga we stuff. right next to canada it's bad bitches around here um t grizzly got his album just came out why would they not want to be here and it's canada, canada out in got, silicon valley though canada it's, got the same amount of indians as in silicon valley we, we, can, so, got we, money, we got though. the tech support right here. Come back on over here, nigga. The money. It ain't got the money. I guarantee you in two years, we're going to have a YouTube it headquarters. Wasn't Twitter supposed to have a headquarters here? No, nah, I know, I know Amazon. 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 At well, one point in time, Twitter was supposed to be here because I had a joke about it. Bro. I said niggas was going to break in there and everybody was going to be selling blue checks on the side of the road. That's road. hilarious. Like, what up, nigga? You want your page verified? And niggas going to open up an hour sign. There's going to be blue checks hanging in there. I was praying Amazon got Northland because that was one of the sites they was looking at. That would have been nuts. Anybody that lived in the area, myself included, our property values would have skyrocketed. Word. But they did not. They said Detroit didn't have a mass transit system and we didn't have the, uh, what, what, what is it called when you, um, we don't have the uh, the knowledge pool, the, the group of people. We don't have the talent. We the don't talent, have the pool. talent pool. That's what I'm saying. Talent you know pool. where the talent pool is? No, that's that's that dude. That's a Silicon Valley. But it's telling you, dude, but if, it, if you build it, for these will tech come. companies, I'm telling you the arguments for these tech companies, and that's why it's so much money out on Upper West Coast. Is it costs the most coveted place to live in America is. Anywhere around San Francisco. But bro, Fuck that. Hulu. We got gay bro, niggas here too. Bro, I'm gonna say is that this. what it is? I'm gonna say this. And I love I love this city, but I'm gonna say this. How is Detroit, with all the gentrification going on, how is Detroit not Big in the word. running for uh Amazon to come here? But Columbus, Ohio still is. Because LeBron more, is over there. More in Columbus, the talent pool that exists, especially in tech. I'm bro. big into this stuff. It has been trending in that direction for like like the tech industry in in Columbus actually sets like they were the first people to get on this whole the technologies in the cars with computers and stuff. I'm really getting into my geek shit here, but that's cool. The 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 interest in the education systems here in Michigan, and I ain't even talking about Detroit, but here in Michigan was never shifting towards what was happening in coding and in tech and in diversifying technology. I'm glad you said that. Hear me well. I had a 15 year IT background. Talk that shit. All major corporations outsource their IT, mm-hmm. right? Like they General Motors. I had I worked for Hewlett Packard, mm-hmm. which was outsourced to well, General Motors outsourced to Hewlett Packard. Big shit talk. So, do you think all of those black people, white people, Indians, Asians, or Indians are Asians? But you know what I'm saying. 
who would have bounced from these small companies to go work for Amazon. They would have come here. And nine times out of ten, Amazon would have came as a company, but the IT and development part, oh, they would have outsourced that too. And it's cheaper to live here too. Quit playing. I, I, I believe And that, our water better than everybody I else. I believe that the, <laughs> I mean, the argument. And the pussy better here. <laughs> this argument has been one of the biggest arguments that has existed in the region for a while. When I went to the Detroit Economic Growth, uh, the, the Detroit Economic Club's opening convening, and I mm-hmm. was invited as like a black guy to be there. <laughs> so like sometimes you get invited as that, like in business. So and the number one thing that they had, and it wasn't just Amazon, is that the talent gap disparity that exists in Michigan. Because some of it is also the fact that some of the people with the talents and skill sets that are from here, they move to places like DC. They I move agree. to places like I Texas. Agree. They mm-hmm. move to places like Northern California when they get opportunities because like, I mean, it's like what comes first, the chicken or the egg? How do you keep the person here when I know if I went to Cali, I'd be making $300,000 or if I go to Austin, Texas, I'll be making 300K, but I stay here then I'm probably going to be making like 60 or 70. Okay, well, not to, not to really go in this direction, but if we could touch it for a quick second. Oh, yeah, yeah. I believe you, and I believe everything you're saying is documented. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I believe the reality piece is our city is still over 80% black per capita. Oh, so, oh, 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 like the, like, I feel what you're so saying. So I'm going there. Yeah. So what, do the, what do we need to do? Do the schools need to do more educating as far as in the vein of more tech, type of I don't I, as long as and I'm I'm not really trying to take it here but I really am I'm saying as long as our city is 85% us 80 85% us but if but yeah, DC I, I, get it though DC get it though but that's what I'm saying but DC has been so gentrified for like the past DC really and Chicago the past, was gentrified but it's still before. one of the yeah, blackest yeah, cities yeah, though is. right regardless they gentrifying they over there so what I'm saying is all you educators we working on the wrong shit fuck algebra <laughs> fuck gym <laughs> Teach a nigga how to build a motherboard so that way we can get Hulu, we can get Netflix, we can get yeah. all these people here so that money can come here. It ain't about General Motors more. The big three and Motown, that shit cool, nigga. It's about Pentium processors, my nigga. I believe, I believe so, this is like so, here you go, another term for you, poignant, meaning important, Indeed. of a conversation to have on the strength of a, a, a couple different perspectives but one of the key perspectives is exactly what Ted just spoke spoke to but we just need our own vehicles that's why i got detroit is different i got the equipment here because people need to touch it we need to build our own vehicles we need to build our own uh places uh to to learn this stuff because people can't touch it you already know how much des knows into this mm-hmm. but you know, the so. the yeah. finding finding the person that is interested in it so that they can know that this isn't just something that people that are black don't get into but they we can get into it we can produce our own stuff we can have our own technology and at the heart of it a lot of technology comes from black people in the first place do y'all the best inventor in american history is george washington carver shout out george washington carver we do fucking with you do y'all feel like like whatever we have is black we have to have somebody white to okay it for it to be okay for that's, some of us that's everything right? ain't it that's Don't nothing bullshit. go bound as a white person say, yep, yeah, uh, I can do it. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, on a business level, and like as far as our discussion, like with how um, social media and anything IT related moves the world, because everything has to go through technology. Everything, like everything. Yeah, I think for us black people in particular, we have more of an outlet now 
to create businesses, to to uh, start different types of companies, even even IT companies. Like we yeah. can we can literally sell an IT company on social media. Mm-hmm. The problem is it's like Big Bang take Little Bang. Mm. Like if the four of us developed the alcohol IT company, they gonna throw a check at us just to take us over. Yeah, and what are we gonna do? Say no. Shit, possibly, possibly. That's where the vision has to come. Where we can. Uh, and it's not, oh, not not to cut you off, but, but yeah. they throw a check at us, right? We we establish something. Like let, let's use old boy for example. He was on Shark Tank. Um, the guy that did the Wi-Fi cameras mm-hmm. for your house now. Yeah, he was on Shark Tank, and they threw them little garbage, the t- the typical little things they do, them deals. Yeah, Damon and all them. I'm gonna take sixty uh, percent of your company for twelve dollars. What's the uh the, the white balding dude that always disrespect people? Uh, Mr. Mr. Wonderful. Mr. Yeah, Mr. Wonderful. He threw a garbage deal at him, so <gasps> my man walked away. He's worth seven billion now. Because wow. he built it up, and uh, who who bought it? Who bought it from I'm him? Not sure. I'm not uh, sure. one of the one of the conglomerates mm-hmm. bought his technology of the Wi-Fi cameras on your house. That way when you out, you could just look on your phone and yeah, yeah, yeah. see the whole crib. Yeah. They bought the technology for seven billion. Yeah. And then you can also get into like now, hold it, up. Uh, real quick. Yeah. I'm just saying us four do something. Right? As black men, mm-hmm. they gonna throw a check at us. First of all, it ain't gonna be what we worth. And that's why I like the movie Acrimony, because he held out. They're not going to throw a check at us for what we're worth. Even the maximum ain't going to be what it's really worth for us. But it's really just like, here, take this check and get out of business. Sometimes that happens. And we may pay you to consult with us, but we don't want y'all to even inspire other black entrepreneurs. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to say that that's where we have to have a vision of of knowing that the independence, another term, autonomy, of having our own vehicles is more important than sometimes the bag. The the tragedy of the black situation is, you know, if we all for a partner, depending upon what's going on in our family, what's going on in our life, who else is in our ear, one of us is going to be probably like, yo, I really need this shit. Uh, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Three out of four. So, Three out of four. So we have to, you know, with what I'm doing with Detroit is different even to this day is I really Want this to remain independent? Nick can buy this podcast hey, right now. We got, we got, we got to do that conversation, up. Josh. We got to do that conversation. Go ahead, hey bro. It's like, hey man, I think we should hold out, Josh. I don't think we should sell right now. Bro. All right, somebody got to put the offer out there. Who gonna offer? <laughs> somebody got to be the man to offer. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so he said. So go ahead, Tess. We having the conversation. Then you gonna offer to us? He said conversation. Hey, we, hey, 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 Dez. He or actually, off- I, I, I roll. He offering yeah, us two point. Wait, Josh. wait, this is really how it happened. Okay, so you gonna be the money man? Yeah, I'm the money all right, man. All right, me and Tez talking, but we all the conglomerate. <laughs> Tez, man. All right, so what we gonna well, do? Right, excuse me, the money excuse man. me, gentlemen. Excuse me, excuse me. I really like what you guys are doing. I like where you guys are going. I, uh, the network that I have, I take it. We can take it. <laughs> Whatever you, the words you're using, I know you got the bag. Give Josh, it to me. hold on. We got. Let's listen to the man first. We got to okay. see what the ticket is. All right, my so bad. This is what I want to do. I, I would like to uh, sit down and give you a. Million you can have dollars. all mine. <laughs> You can have my my fifty percent. You can have my whatever percentage I got. You can have it. What you niggas want to do with Charles? You do it. I need it. I'm hungry. But John, hold on, man. Let, okay. a, let the man so, finish. So I'm All gonna right. give you a million dollars each, or just the the deal to to buy the organization is a million dollars. Would you like that million dollars, Josh? We can't take that right now. A million dollars. Me, me, you and Dad's got split that three ways right. and taxes. We can't take that right now. Not right now. How how much you got on you right now? <laughs> Hilarious. And I did that because it's always gonna be. When you're Never doing the first business, offer. it's it's always gonna be somebody that jump at that first offer, and that that causes the division 
and, and the especially and, with black people. But then as me, this as this story goes along, I take my little bit. How much am I getting out of that? If it's four of us out that million, I'm getting what after it busts down two fifty. Two fifty. No, but it's gonna be less than that because taxes hit it taxes. right. Taxes. So so take thirty percent off of that two fifty. I can't take forty percent. I'm gonna uh, take forty percent off. It's gonna be about you're gonna get about one seventy. I'm gonna take that yeah. one seventy. I'm gonna invest half of that in the Bitcoin. I'm gonna take the other half and put it into raw. You know what I'm saying? Hell is raw. Raw cocaine. Yeah. Oh, you talking about raw? Oh, I thought you were talking about the, uh, that and bath the bombs. Papers. Cause <laughs> bitches love bath bombs, and I'm gonna come up on you niggas. I'm gonna be a billionaire off bath bombs and heroin. So right, how much? Now, let me let me let me talk a little more into into this of what to do if ever given an offer like this. Cause you know I love business. Let's talk it. You know. All right. The first thing is. <clears throat> Oftentimes, when you're given any business money, especially any strong investment, one of the first things that's going to be done is they'll say, all right, now with this money, we want you to spend it a certain way. So when you get that million, they'll say, okay, now this million, you need to work with our programmers. You need to work with our designers. You need to work mm -hmm. with our this person and you that person. And then really, sometimes that million get cut down to like. 800,000. Mm -hmm. um, that's one step. The second thing to even quantify the value of something that you built, you need to have your 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 uh, business team together, starting with an attorney and a CPA to quantify the value of not just the investment that you said, because anybody buying in, what they're going to do is like if a person wanted to buy Detroit is different. The first thing they say is the equipment you spent is this. Uh, and we'll value the equipment at this and we'll value that. And then I'd say, no, you have to requantify that because I had to learn. People say, have look, to pay uppity for the Negro. Look, well. listen here, uppity Negro. <laughs> we're going to give you $50,000 and we're going to take your company. If not, we're going to make it the same exact company and just. Bro. And I, I meant to say that earlier. I'm glad you that's said that. Where, and that's where you have to have the right representation. My entertainment attorney, Stephanie Hammonds, I think she's the, the best. Stephanie Hammonds killed Hammons. the next day. On the, you gonna see that? That's Stephanie how it works, bro. They shady. When it comes bro. to especially what we talk about with arts, it's intellectual property. You really need to have the right attorney that knows how to mm -hmm. deal. And because also, I mean, that's what you fighting too. Because your attorney can be just like you. Because your attorney get in the room with you know Universal Pictures, and then they say and sharks in there. Some reality, but we'll that's the you that's deal. the biggest beef. Whether it be us discussing as entertainers how to use mm -hmm. technology to advance our careers or yeah. any any business the biggest beef or conflict that comes about is the decision of taking that bag and walking it's, away from what you know dave Chappelle said when arts and corporate interests meet it's a powder keg you dig is. what i'm saying like yeah. We can't, you, you buying my creativity. You taking everything it's away no, from it. It's no me. value. And then also, it, also you have so many options because you have licensing options. You have partnerships with licensing options because like, uh, you know, classic example. I Love Lucy back in the day. They had no idea that I Love Lucy would get replayed even to this day in some weird ass countries and shit, mm -hmm. right? And when they pay for that licensing, Back to Bill Cosby from the last episode. And this is where he really getting his bag, where a lot of his money comes from with the licensing of a lot of the shows he was involved with, but especially the Cosby show in a different world. When you have rights to everywhere this show gets licensed, and it's not just like an entity of it, mm -hmm. that means that when an episode plays in Malaysia, plays in Asia, when Paramount Pictures 
uh, does uh, distribution for broadcasting across the world and internationally. You are controlling all these entities. And the person that just wants the bag is just thinking like, oh, one second. So you just want to play replays? You know, I'm, I don't know if Alvin did this, but if Alvin from the Cosby show was like, shit, give me $100,000. I'll take that $100,000 today. And Malcolm Jawal Warner, who basically just lives off the residual checks Theo. from the licensing. Yeah, Theo. You can win. So you have to know how licensing works, mm -hmm. what can happen with mediums of licensing, because this is real intellectual property. So now when, you know, when DVD happens, when streaming happens, the streaming debate is real big because mm -hmm. uh, you get paid per how long how somebody watches it. So even a second of something, they watch five seconds of a comedy special that you're on. And you have the right entertainment attorney. You will get your percentage of it. You got the wrong representation or no representation. You have no way to quantify that. You can't audit how many times it was streamed. Sometimes they just buy you out off top, though. And that's sometimes what the, they just buy, that's what the problem is here too. Like I feel like it's a the the it's not a hub for entertainment, especially in the entertainment realm. We don't have as many. Stephanie is the only entertainment attorney I've heard of here. I know she represented Big Sean. She did when he she first did. got his first deal. But yeah, it was like did. like Josh, if somebody if Comedy Central come to you with a crazy um, contract right now. I'll take it. You don't, <laughs> you don't have. Oh, gonna I'm gonna represent is, myself. I'll take, take the it. attorney that they offer you. I'll take because they're gonna say, "I have a friend that's an attorney. I have a friend that's an agent. I have a friend that's a publicist. I have a friend that's a manager." But that's not in your best interest, and that's why I most think most people end up taking that whole team and don't even realize that they just pumping money back into that same group. Yeah. Same so families, we don't we don't have the money we don't have the money or the resources yeah, meaning to support. Capital. That's why I think it's dope what LeBron did. Is that he put yes. he empowered all his boys like yes. my sister lawyer. So if I had the cheese for real, I'm gonna fuck with whoever I'm gonna fuck with. But I'm gonna put my sister through school right. so she can get the knowledge. So now I got somebody in my corner who is a shark. Oh, who your, knows your how sister is a lawyer. She a lawyer, right? but oh, she deals dope. with disability and all that. But okay. it's just another discipline. And but you, you know, gonna, what I'm saying? you gonna, you gonna, the first thing you are gonna do is tell her, look, you gotta get on this entertainment. I send her my contracts now, and she because she understands the legal jargon enough. Right, right, and then right. she'll ask questions, but it's like it's as simple as I don't know how long it would take for her to go to school to learn it. Not, it might be not, not another four years. Shout out, what's your sister's name? Ebony Adams, my little sister. Oh, well, I, I want to shout out my attorney. That's why I said that. That's shout love. out to Alicia Martin, Esquire. Oh, there we go. Yeah, shout out. Man, I'm a jammer. Yeah, but and I and I mean, but see, she's an overall attorney. She was like telling me I could do some of that. Yeah, but I think she know old girl too, she Stephanie. Does. Yeah, so she must be a, a big name. I mean, a big name, but she's Stephanie, a name that pops up Stephanie a lot. Stephanie been doing it a while. I mean, you got Gregory Reed, and she came under Gregory Reed, who's okay. represented a lot of estates. Um, Is that uh that gray hair? Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. Great hair. He's been I did. He throw parties, right? You have. Uh, he's done. Okay, <laughs> not, no, not like thinking clubs. About, uh, uh, no, no, no. I know you think about. You think about my homie, and he does some entertainment. Law Arnold too. Reed, Todd Perkins, Todd Perkins. That's what I'm talking about. Todd Russell Perkins. Do, do the, uh, uh, he got twists or something in his head. Yeah, like people. That's my man. Yeah. Look. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Said they had the Cadillac. He tricked. No, I did a um, I did a joint for him down at Robert's Walk at a comedy. And bro, I didn't realize it was that many dignitaries there. Like, yes. like I'm yeah. I'm killing the crowd. I'm doing Kwame jokes when Kwame yeah. was in trouble, and they dying. Yeah. And I'm shaking people's hands. It was like Art Blackwell, and yes. you know this big attorney. And man, yeah. you funny. You know who I am. I'm like Judge nah. Strong, uh, yeah, and I'm uh, like you're gonna see, uh, strong. Be at everything. It was people I shouldn't yeah. have been doing them jokes in front of, but Hilarious. they was loving it. But uh, Todd, man, that's that real Todd shit. Russell Parkins does, and this is what you're looking for if you're looking for an entertainment attorney. 
what's their experience with intellectual property because that's what you're selling and it's hard to quantify that like it's hard to quantify what the value of like you writing a joke because I'm not necessarily just writing a joke I do a show with you and then how I distribute it what are going to be my distribution channels mm -hmm. you get an opportunity to negotiate if I talk to these distribution channels what does that look like uh, how do I quantify the value how do you audit my records to make sure that I did something the right way if I don't do what I say I'm going to do. And then also, this stuff also, you know, can stay in litigation for forever. It's but you know what this remind me of, bro? When Josh kept saying, I'll take it, I'll take it, I'll take yeah. it. Even though we stand-up comedians, this reminds me of the business of records back in the day. Yes. How Even they, today. How they always yeah. trying to, like, okay, we went from straight record sales. Mm -hmm. Then they want to get your publishing or... You wouldn't be famous if we didn't put your records out there. Oh, the 360? Yeah. Now, no, I'm saying back then. I mean, back oh, in the before, day, that's before, what it was. Back yeah. in the day. Yeah. They used to, well, I own your publishing. Like, you don't sing, you don't dance, you ain't wrote no records, but some dude will come tell you, Josh, as White a black man, man yeah, I, I own your publishing, or here, come and do this yeah. publishing deal with you. Now that we've circumvented that system and went to online, which is the basis of our conversation, they trying to, they trying to, streamline that and own that and mm -hmm. take away from our you know what I mean our ability to yeah. get our money like yeah yeah you want to tell us now okay I could tell you how many streams you got and I could help you get a check off that yeah, then, but how much of that are you gonna get though exactly and then like, sometimes as a as a entertainer you can end up in a in a deal that uh controls your exclusivity it's certain artists I know with 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 good followings, but they can't even book themselves because they can't get the right to perform themselves because they'll get sued or whoever puts that event together with them will get Damn. sued. So you end up by saying like, yo, I want the bag now. And because the people that, you know, you sign that deal with and they'll give you that $100,000, you can't do anything. And it's I'm a, sure that Tez knows a lot of people that have had holding deals that can't even It's move. a dude, it's a, it's a lawyer in I want to say Bingham Farms or or, or Royal Oak mm. that owns a lot of Parliament Funkadelic publishing. Wow. wow. I heard so, George Clinton say he was here a lot too. So when Dr. Dre, no, he lived here. Yeah. He's from Newark, New Jersey, but most of that era with oh. him when he was hot, yeah. P-Funk, they lived in, in Detroit. Yeah, United, United uh, Sound. They did New York, a lot United of stuff Sound. at United But Sound. there's a Shout lawyer to, uh, that bought his yeah. publishing a long yeah. time ago gave him a big check like I own that. Yep. And this was before he knew Dre was going to come yeah. make a mint off of that. That's why I'm playing when I say all that shit, man. As much as I need money, bro, I know what's important at the end of the day. I'll go broke before I get somebody something I created. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to stand strong and you got to bet on yourself. But but the, the real day. part about the real part about what you're saying, though, bro, is that they'll throw a number at you. But that's and what I'm saying. Like, let like, me get that, though. I heard Master P say this, nigga. If you're going to give me two million, if you're going to give me two million, I know I'm worth 200 million. <laughs> in reality, right. I mean, you laughing at that, but that's the truth. No, that, yeah, yeah. P yeah. was like, nigga, I had $75 in my pocket when they offered me two million. My nigga was like, you don't take that? His he was brother. like, if they offer me two million, they offer me two million, that means they probably going to make three off of me. He three million. 300 million. He said, him and Murder almost got into a fist fight. I could believe it. Because they, they left and got back on the plane. And he yeah. said, see, Murder was like, you know what we could do with that money? You turn it in. He said, man, I know if they offer me two, I'm worth 40. That's Brothers. That's right. Blood Brothers where the, the, the way you look at it, and that's the, like, the scarcity of resources in our community has certain people making decisions. I mean, we've seen it time and time and time again with so many businesses just open and closed with good concepts, but they just... 
you know, I mean, to, to stay moving. They just needed that little bit more of a capital. But think they about could. that division in thinking, though. Yeah. For Two million dollars is a life-changing amount of money. As much, but see, I mean, and, and I can't tell you I would walk away from that's it. That's what I'm saying. So that's a brave yeah. idea to be like, you know what, but we worth way more than that if that's what they offering us. But if we all thought like that, we'd be better off. But it's scary. It's scary out here, man. I'm fucked up right now. Chance, get a, Chance get a lot of credit for um, not taking a deal right away. But Chance' backstory is his people is straight. So oh, yeah. it's like his people have money. So it's so he could look at a deal and be like, nah. I'm straight. I st- I'm I'm eating tonight. We yeah. looking at a situation like nigga. I'm fucked up. Like I can't eat tonight. <laughs> nigga, my tooth, my tiff, my mama fucking tooth is chipped. Nah, Two million. Nah. I'm about to go get a whole rack, nigga. Whole grill. Veneer. Now the mentality of like when you say they people is good, it's still mentality because it's so many different opportunities that do exist where. You know, I I just don't think we tap into our own networks enough. I don't think that we. I don't think that we even reach out to. You mean as far as sharing resources? It could be sharing resources. It could be having products to sell. It could be, um, it could be, you know, turning what we got into a commodity where we can make money. We don't make ourselves liquid enough with the options that we do have. Like Josh, you got a hell of a reach already right now, and the the call to actions that you give for I would assume. The 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 business counterpart with that same reach mm-hmm. is zero to none. Well, no, I think that now you're crossing the bridge into our inability to work with each other and trust each other. Like you know, that conversation always comes up anytime you talk about black people, business, the correct way to handle business. Our ability to do business with each other always comes into that conversation. Now these guys run a comedy night. I've mm-hmm. ran comedy nights. Des will tell you some of the closest people he know come to that door all the time and don't expect to pay. Facts. We we stay away from the door just for that. Like yeah. we be upstairs, he's downstairs. Yeah. That way a nigga can't be like I've I've done that, but I think it's varying the calls to action. Um hitting on different levels. Now this is where like I guess back to the network. So I don't even know if it's a, a, a critique saying that like we need to not only should we want to pay, like I'm one of those people that wants to pay, but we should also uh, be able to support with other resources so that they can exploit other revenue streams where it ain't just all built off the show. Like to to turn going up on a Tuesday into a com- commodity that like the go- going up comedy show becomes more than just an entity at, at that point of sale where, you know, for for the amount of money you charge it. Right. And you're where it can steal. go and you paying for an experience. Right. I should be able to look at that experience as y'all trendsetters, y'all are tastemakers, y'all, y'all can rebrand anything that I want to connect with where it's more than just the 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 cover charge I'm paying at the You should the, be proud to pay. The problem yeah, is we too. don't put no value in people that we know. If we know or we can reach out, if I can go out and touch Josh, oh, I'm like, well, I gotta pay. Well, I gotta pay to go see him. Well, I gotta go pay to Facts, see Tez. Bro. I know these Facts. niggas, I can just call them. Facts. Which is which is whack at the end of the day, and that should be the main people you know that who y'all you support. Like yeah. that should be the main people that you definitely support. You know because, who is. You know who y'all is. Because if Josh get on, he's going to employ people from the city, and it's going to put people. You know me. You know me. Kids going to college because of me. Tez get think on, about when that. Tez get um get wherever he want to go, and every, when his vehicle when it takes off. It's like all the people that you want to, you know, that you got behind, you're going to be people from the crib. Nigga. So it's like building the city. Nigga, I was in Tyler Perry Studios in Atlanta. That's a humble brag. And um, 
<laughs> I was not tell them one more time. Where was you at, Josh? I tell was on the Tyler Perry Studios in Atlanta. Okay, okay. And I was looking at an outlet while I was sitting there waiting to uh, do my audition. Obviously, I didn't get it because I ain't got no money right now. But I got an opportunity. And I was looking at an outlet, uh, an electric outlet in the wall. And I was thinking, like, that outlet exists because Tyler Perry did whatever the fuck it is that he needed to do. Somebody got employed. An electrician came in there. To put that electric, I don't know how electricity works. It's magic to me. But some <coughs> wizard came through with a wand and it was there. But we know it was more than that. But I'm just saying, little things like that. I always talk to Diz about that. Like, niggas don't understand. I'm going to put niggas' kids through college. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to buy niggas' wives' engagement rings. Like, nigga. So it's like, why are you not proud to just come out and support a nigga? Nipsey Hussle got a thing that was called being proud to pay. He said, look, I'm going to put my album out for free. But if you want to buy it for $100, you can. And niggas bought it for $100 because they was proud to say that they bought it. Jay-Z bought 100 of them. Exactly. So it's like, if we look at it like that and be like, you know what? Fuck it then. Josh got a special coming out. Nigga, go $200. And what's that? That's 100 times. That's 10 racks, right? Yep. Yeah. He just dropped 10 racks and that's nothing to jigger. But I'm just saying, like, but it, was, it was still, he could have got them for free. <laughs> right, But the right, point right. is, it's like, if a nigga put all his work into this and he built a foundation, and true enough, Nipsey Hussle got that rich reach what is it called a rich it's classic I, what like we were talking about the difference between uh reach meaning like trying to reach as many people as possible or something rich mcdonald's and Nipsey is definitely somebody that got rich following j cole got a rich following you know it's people that got more fans but i don't think they'll follow and yeah nipsey does have a fan that would pay a hundred and there's a I'm lot saying. of people that got way more fans but they'd be like i ain't paying a hundred dollars for that because those people haven't like when you support Nipsey, and I love Nipsey too, it's like you supporting more than just the music itself. It's the it's the essence of like, you know, Nipsey gonna be talking about Dr. Sabi and buying cryptocurrency and, and shit that I'm into that I know that the person that's trying to reach a bunch of people gonna be thinking like, man, if I talk about cryptocurrency, niggas gonna be So like, it's the difference of being McDonald's and then being Cuzzo's. Exactly. Because if you Cuzzo's, you coming through the food just a little bit fresher. The, the 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 exchange you get from the waiters and the waitresses is more personal because it's like, nigga, this is the only place. It's not as diluted as when you go to McDonald's where it's like, yeah. nigga, here go apple pie, here go your, mm -hmm. your egg McMuffin. Get the <laughs> fuck out my face. It's yeah. hard for you to keep the integrity of the product if it's a million or a billion um, different reference. I mean, restaurants or whatever. Like so you said with Cuzzo's, it's yeah. one location where you can go and get this product. So it's easier to manage one kitchen Versus a thousand kids. Which honestly brings the conversation full circle, the, the, which started off, 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 and uh, not, not camera, but you know. Like, yeah, yeah, pregame talk. Pregame. Off mic. When you, when, off mic. When you were saying uh, having, a, having a, a, a core existence versus a mainstream or broad yeah. existence in any business, any, you know what I mean? We were talking yeah. comedy, but any business having a core, and, and that's perfect that Josh said, Cuzzo's. Because they could do chains. I'm sure they made enough money. And the newspaper did something with I thought, which I thought was very stupid. The newspaper after the first year reported their earnings. Mm -hmm. Like publicly. Why would you why would you make my earnings public? Like, I hate you know that period. Why though? would you tell yeah. them though? Why do we yeah, need yeah, to know yeah. how much money Kai Pfeiffer making? Like why right. are we that transparent with people just But like they could have done a Cuzzo's East or a Cuzzo's Downriver mm -hmm. or a Cuzzo's Toledo. You did what Cuzzo's I'm downtown. Yeah, Cuzzo's downtown. That'd be lit though. <laughs> yeah, low key, that bitch will be done. Facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right in Greek town. Just another. And it's cuddle. probably coming while we talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> but 
they we bringing like, the chicken man, in right glad now. glad they only on seven mile. Them niggas got one in Bloomfield Hills. They got one coming downtown. But see that that not see that that it, that encompasses a lot of our conversation because I'm sure my man ain't hurt. His family ain't hurt. Mm-hmm. Bartell, shout Off out to the Bartell. Shout out, yeah. shout, man, the whole Livinoy belong to them, really. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But th- let's just say him individually, and there's a, a few other people I know that's investing in that. They not hurting, right? Mm-hmm. Then you take it and expand it. Now you running the risk of things we talked about, like oversaturating the market and, and doing certain yeah, but things. But it's a capitalistic society, right? Now with it. But Josh, we said, uh, that's I'm sorry, bro. We said, do you want to be, uh, what were the comedians we were talking about? Oh, no, no, Kevin versus Kevin Hart Corey. Versus, yeah, Bill Burr. Kevin, Kevin versus Bill Burr. Kevin yeah, you versus can say Corey, Corey Holcomb. Corey Holcomb for, yeah. for, for more like a, like, I think it's certain things that, like, the. the. But you don't think Corey want to be Kevin? No. When I mean by being Kevin, be bigger? No. Bro. I think, I think, I think he's getting bigger. By being himself, and he doesn't have to deal with the pressure that Kevin's. But this with. what I don't think you get: the bigger you get, the bigger your cult following gets. Once the people in Hollywood or where, let's just say wherever the niggas who push the buttons at, they see you amass this amount of people, they cut the light on and they expose you to the rest of the world, and then you get those French fans and you become bigger. So what you're saying is basically at the end of the day, no matter what you do, you're gonna end up being McDonald's. No, I, okay. I don't think I don't think because Corey even says like a lot of like w- what I've learned in looking at content, Corey in following Corey, you know what I'm saying? The 5150 uh, show on, yeah, on YouTube. But Corey even say like Corey going to get on stage and be like, you know, you know, he going to still be making abortion jokes. Mm-hmm. He going to be like, I got side bitches. Yeah. Corey going to get on stage and he going to talk about hoes is rotten. He's not going to Kevin the way Corey's going to move the light probably will never get shined on him. Cause of the Even with, like, inside. when you think about, I, I've I've gone, like, you know, because I like them in comedy clubs, not in theaters. Uh, theater, in theaters. theaters. Yeah. I don't like theater shows. The show is different. Yeah, it's not as intimate. Let me tell you, the last time I saw Corey, because for whatever reason, I was driving late when I saw him in, uh, when I saw him in Cleveland. This is how, how big of a, of a following. I chose to go on Sunday, and I chose to go to the 1030 show. They added two shows that same night. Meaning I was like, I want to still see them. Can I come to the 12 o'clock? They was like, yo, we going to add a 12 o'clock show. And then we going to try to keep them layover tomorrow. And we going to do two more shows. All from the draw. On Monday? On a Monday. Wow. Meaning that Corey's reach, pounding funny bones, improvs, yeah. is, is where he is selling out. And, he can sell okay. out nine shows. Going back straight. to what y'all was saying earlier, and he's not going to get like to the point where like his his records and his demand and what he's getting now. And I've even seen like how his show following, how he's selling merchandise, how he's selling other shit. Like it's to the point where Netflix said we wouldn't, we we can't air your special because of that shit. So like the light should be shined on him, but he's not gonna bend. So what he's gonna end up doing is what he's doing now. He's like, I'm gonna build my own vehicles. I'm gonna build my own website. I got my own network. And he's going to end up in a lane like a Joe Rogan. You know, I where think, I think he's, he's gonna be bigger than Kevin Hart under like, it's not gonna be as many people following him, but he's gonna be able to do what the fuck he wanna do. You know, I'm gonna go ahead, Tess. Oh, no, real quick. I just get mine out the way. You're right. He's going to be. I wouldn't. I, I hate to use the word bigger in that regard because Kevin is just. Huge. They just made him yeah, a god. Yeah. But when you look at before Kevin, it was almost Cat that did that. It was Cat. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. It, was, it was finna be Cat that did that. Yes. yes. But at the same time, too, we use the word organic. 
when we were talking mm-hmm. earlier. And Corey's is just more organic versus, yes. okay, Kevin got the movies because he was this particular guy. Yeah, he Kevin fits. was funny. To me, he killed, uh, was it 40-year-old virgin? Was who to kill forty year old Yeah, yeah, Kevin. Killed that. That was the funniest Kevin thing he ever did to me. Killed that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And it was things like that that did it. But that's only on a, 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 a you know, a movie level. Mm-hmm. Now straight stand up, and this is what me and Josh always be talking about. Mm-hmm. And we got this bad as comedians. We love to kill the game on stand up level. Mm-hmm. Kevin was grinding in the beginning. If you seen his oh, old yeah. stand up, he was killing stand up. Mm-hmm. But some people get funnier in movies. And that's why Eddie Murphy only did like two hot stand-up specials because he was so hilarious in movies. Yeah. But I think what you're saying about Corey, let's just do straight numbers. And I, I, I'll end my point. You want to be Kevin. We all wouldn't mind being Kevin to a degree. But Corey's still picking up twenty-five dollars to $50,000 every weekend. If, but, and then furthermore, so, but he's moving at a level where like, okay, as a Corey Holcomb fan, let's say like the video that got caught with Kevin Hart. Corey Holcomb ain't coming out apologizing to nobody. Right, right, right. right. Kevin to. Hart had to. He got interest to protect. But that's where I talk about and you don't have the independence to be you. Corey would have got up like, you know I fucked this bitch. Cat Williams got that like, big and Cat Williams say what he want. Yeah, he still. But, what what happened to, but, but that's the whole, you can see. Because the, the backing But it's was, possible to be who you want to be and say what you want to say and still become huge. I don't think so. It ain't been I mean, proven yet, though. Like this, Cat Williams didn't so. get big as Kevin got because Kevin is Jumanji. He over so. international. Facts. Yeah, so, <laughs> you know. Speaking of international, we've been talking this shit a lot. But uh, mm-hmm. let's just talk about some other shit real fast. What about the royal wedding? How y'all feel about that? What was y'all take on that? Um, uh, the Duchess of Sussex, Megan from Sussex. Why do we care so much about these people? I don't know. That's why I want to put it out there, do y'all? I mean, it's, it's uh, the idea of the black woman. Um marrying into the royal family i didn't really care um but that's that's me she ain't thick though so i, I really feel sorry him. for any man who <laughs> has a black woman in his life i don't hilarious. care what your nationality is as a man that's i don't hilarious. care if you white black indian asian now, Middle why would Eastern. you say that because the women listening now are i'm like, finna tell you why, that's why because every <laughs> black woman right now feel some type of way because they watch another black woman become a princess or duchess or whatever her title is. The same thing they've been fed since they were kids. Mm -hmm. Marry your prince charming. Mm -hmm. They watched another black woman do that. And now they got to look at your old wannabe rap album having ass. (laughs) Almost mechanic face. Like they looking at you. Like you, you know what I'm saying? You fix cars in the driveway Shady for seventy five dollars a pop, ass, nigga. But this one I'm saying though, how come it's all good for a black woman to marry a white man? But if Michael B. Jordan want to date a white girl, then we not going to see Black Panther. Well, there's or, a meme or, that um, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or that Donald Glover ain't woke because he dating an Asian woman. The it's idea, like it's some hypocrisy with the, that. The, I'm on y'all head with this vocabulary tonight. This motherfucking shit right here got me good. The the argument that black women give is that it's so many more black, you know, like they it's selfish. so many more black men. I mean, it's so many more black women that, you know, the idea is black men date outside the race more than all black y'all women. irritating. 
hilarious. <laughs> all y'all irritating <laughs> as fuck. Who, who irritating y'all? All okay, y'all so irritating as fuck. Hey, let me you just it. you just dropped uh, between both hey. your comments the female audience nah. listening hey, shit. Let me get, let me, hey. He didn't want to talk about sports. This what I ain't talking this shit. This what I want to say. Hey, let me get a uh, shout out to the Cleveland Rockets too. They won ninety five. Ain't no Cleveland Rockets. I mean, I'm sorry, uh, <laughs> this nigga shout drunk. out to the Houston Rockets. <laughs> hey, me and Josh on this bourbon though, low key. We off this bourbon for real, left hand Leo's. But they they irritate me. And like you say, women out. Number niggas like that, and they like, but there's so many black women out here. But y'all, as much as y'all talk that shit, y'all all the same, man. Y'all irritating as fuck. So then a nigga meet a Janae Aiko, and this bitch tattoo a name on her. She tattoo a nigga face on her arm. Bitch, this where I'ma stay. Hey, ho- real quick, shout out to Big Sean. I'm what's a special like, guest. Uh, how, how long? Is, how long is the podcast? You finna like, get out of here? I know you gotta get home to your wife. No, 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 no. I, bro, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to <laughs> you go. Got some like, shit. You oh, got we some kicking shit. it. I mean, like, this is the Detroit different studios. Like, like this how could long be the, does the podcast last? It, it don't. Ain't no. That's the thing no about time. the content. Okay. It ain't no time. Okay, okay. The longest show we have about an hour and twenty one minutes. So we still under that. No, we going. We going. We got in here late, but like I said, that's why I just wanted. We really went deep in other shit. But I'm. We here with the shit. No, we going because y'all don't understand. It's a bourbon we drinking. With Kari's face on it, and it's like, <laughs> and it's like, it's starting to hit us a little bit. And then Josh went there, like my wife, bro. My wife said, she said, Martez, you don't understand. Every black woman in the country just watched another black woman become a princess. So men ain't gonna hit a last of this, bro. We mm. not gonna hit a last of this because they watched another black woman. I don't care if she's from England, wherever she's from. No, she's from, she from here. She's from California. From L.A. Born and raised. Yeah, yep. she's straight from up. Yeah, she's from the crib. That bitch from she's she, one she, of us. That bitch Not from Chris Show, but America. <laughs> yeah, she from L.A. She don't have Roscoe's for she, sure. See, did she, you see her she, pastor? Her she, pastor looked she like cripping a in blood. real pastor. Right, she, she, she gang, gang. In blood. <laughs> that bitch in Buckingham Palace, gang, gang. You know what I'm saying? But that's what I'm saying, bro. Like, it's just the hypocrisy behind that. It's like, y'all get mad at a man for doing it, but y'all can do it. But I'm tired of y'all making all the motherfucking rules. This shit ain't right. We the men. Fuck all that Willie Lynch shit. They broke us down. <laughs> Woman was the head of the household. And now y'all done beat us down. And they can't Josh, beat us physically no more. So now y'all beating us emotionally. No, I'm on that shit. Nah, Kari. You killing the woman listeners. No, they need to just just talk back. I love hey, my black women. I love them too. Small, small but they disclaimer, Josh is on that bourbon. Josh is on that bourbon. I'm on it, but I'm on my Josh shit for real. I'm, 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 but I'm okay. coherent. Now, now wait. Now I'm wait. coherent. Now, hey, car, car, if you gotta say you coherent, I don't think you. Right. I'm cool. I'm straight. I'm coherent, bro. I, I can you. see. I don't see right. two of y'all. All right, now this is what I'm saying. <laughs> Some of this shit that exists. And I love black women. Like, <laughs> the concept of like, do you think black men? I'm, I'm sorry. I know a lot of black women are gonna agree with this statement, even as I say it. Do you think black You're men when they date right outside now, the race, they naturally go in and they behave differently? Because they were an Asian woman or a Latina woman or a white woman. Oh, absolutely not. Do you think they respond? Do you think black men oh, go ahead, Josh, treat go ahead. them differently? No, do I? Black men? No, I think, I, believe it or not, for black men, some, I believe some become more domineering and condescending because. Or like, really, let me cut into the real shit. This is real street talk. Let's do it. Is black men harder on hoes? If they dating outside the race. No, I don't. I think women, I think I think they act accordingly. I don't think niggas do no more than what they do. Like how they try to paint a, a black man as he's not as strong because he fucks with a white woman or a black woman, uh, Asian woman. It's strong women all over the globe. You understand what I'm saying? So what I think is they just act accordingly. I think black women 
just have this thing, I have a narrative painted about a black man, and they come at him a certain kind of way, and then it forces us to be like, you know what, bitch? I'm about to leave. <laughs> okay, now level because two. Of, because now, because you because you talking to me like you can whoop my ass and you can't. Now if I hit you, well, now no, I gotta fight your brother and your uncles. I agree with that, but at, but at the same time too though, if we really want to go there and 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 this this finna be this finna be y'all longest actually this finna be y'all longest pod. You about to take it there? Take it there then. No, I'm gonna take it there. I'm gonna take it there. But on this level, man, that was um, random. I'm probably gonna be single after she hear this. I, I know, I know, I know. Black women have a tendency to be aggressive, and ladies, th- this is coming from my heart. Tears, don't do it. No, no, no. I'm okay. not pandering to him. Okay. I'm going to just say this. We always had this discussion, and I think it's more or less we all don't have an understanding of how broken we are as a culture, black men and black women. I agree. So instead of understanding each other, we just match each other's level of aggression Exactly. because yeah. we're looking for respect. So yeah. it's like, you're not going to disrespect me. The same thing with our kids. Parent, child, in the black community. Mm-hmm. It's like, our kids try to assert themselves, show their intelligence, and we mistake that for they getting smart or, you know, we, when, when, when other races let their, let their children show their independence. And, you know, a bar mitzvah is a kid at 13. You're a man now. You're and a woman now. Jews say, you're a man at 13. I mean, some of the strangest things you'll ever see in a, it, as a black person is going into a Jewish household and seeing how they respond to like a five or six year old, where like, come on, bro, the, we grew up in Oak Park, around Oak Park, we know so what like, it is. So you like know what I'm saying? You right. sit down and you'll see the whole family talk to a five year old, like, so how was your day? But let me and let me take happened? it back. Let me take and it back to the like, to the yeah. to the man woman, the black man, the yeah. black woman. Please. Uh, first of all, the tables have been turned on us. I'm gonna make all my statements quick, so I'm gonna talk a little fast. Yeah, make statements. The tables have been turned on us. The tables have been turned on us. First of all. So on average, in most urban American cities, the woman makes more than a man on yes. average. Yes, true. And the, wait, wait, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to put some seasoning on that. Go ahead. In the information technology age, the black woman is a better face for those systems. In the industrial age, when you need a brute force, the black man was a better face for those systems. Yeah. When you got to interact with people on like a and like really see people. Because yeah. I think a lot of this racism is based on the fact that it's basically white men are afraid of black men sleeping with white women. And that's what could happen in the information technology. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you laughing. I'm just saying no, this is no, some I real deeply rooted shit. Because I missed it. A lot of this racism is based in white men are afraid of of black men sleeping with white women. So like in systems, in any job where you're going to have a lot of white women... Chances are black men is not getting the goddamn job. Kid Clever touching the bottle again. It's going down. It's going down. We're here all night. We're going all night. I mean, yeah. So, so, okay. So, so, so to finish my point, to finish my point, I'm a living example as a stand up comedian for over 16, 17 years now, 17 to be exact. My wife made more than me. Me and my wife Mm have only been married for two years, but we've been together for like 16 years. Okay. Like often, you know, yeah, you do the yeah, offices and all that. Is that something that's black, black excellence? That's black excellence, except you stringing know, her, stringing her along. That's black, black excellence, except, wild boy ex- behavior except for when she fell in love with her coworker <laughs> for a minute. Wild boy <laughs> hey, John, you hear me venting under the under the radar? I love that. <laughs> but anyway, but anyway, it, now, 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 let's go here for a minute, <laughs> fellas. Black women, since we talking that, will say, sometime you'll have those that complain. You don't know how to handle a strong black woman. Da, 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 da. Right? We love y'all. That's but hold on, Josh. Hold on. I'm finna get to that. My wife made more than me. 
But there had to be an understanding that had to be established between my wife and I. Understand, I have a level of intelligence. I have a level of integrity. And my potential is equal to or greater than what you'll ever make in your career field. Now, will I ever get there on paper? That begs to be seen. But what you're not going to do and what we're not going to do is discredit who I am as a man Belittle based me. on a dollar amount that's on a piece of paper. Yo, that's a made up amount. Some true shit. And I'm, but, but here's the true deal. Shit. I'm going to respect you as a woman. I'm not going to use you because you make more money than me. I'm not going to leech off of you because you make more money than me. I'm going to do my part. So if that mean, if, if you make more money than me and you're supporting my career aspirations as a stand-up comedian, and my mm-hmm. wife has seen me make $50 in a week, my wife has seen me make $1,500 in yes, one sir. week doing stand-up. If mm-hmm. you understand what I do, just like she's an educator. She had to be a student teacher and not make a dime for one year or two years. It was either a year or two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So just like you understand that and you support me, what I'm not going to do is... I'm not going to be this jealous, crazy guy. Nope. One, I'm not going to belittle you or take away from your career. You can do you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But what you're not going to do is dog me or, or belittle me or berate me, and we're going to have this understanding. Now, there's a push-pull that's involved with that. Well, compassion is that. You got to be compassionate. Yeah, you got to be compassionate. But at the same time, you have to establish certain boundaries. So there's going to be conflict. There's going to be some sort of tension. But I think when two people love each other and we respect each other, it's like, baby, you're getting out of line right now. So what I'm going to do, since you're getting so out of pocket, I'm going to remove myself from this situation. Mm -hmm. You're going to get mad at yourself for pushing me away because you love me. Later on, I'm going to tear your ass up in the bedroom Mm. And you're going to be even more mad at yourself because you like, I got a good man, treat me good, and he just told me off. And you're going to calm down. Okay. But we can't escape these back and forth because women have established their position in society. And the outside mm. world always dictates something to them. And unfortunately, as men, mm-hmm. we got to bring them down a little bit when they get to the crib with us. And Go it ahead. don't matter about the money because at the end of the day, the way natural selection work, I'm still the man. So even though she's making all the money, not all the money, but making yeah. more money, who was making the decisions? When it was like, what are we going to do with this? What are we going to do with that? I'm assuming it was you. Me? Yeah. Uh, Yes, to a degree, but I'm going to say this. In collaboration, <laughs> but it's like. It, it, yeah, definitely. That's a good way to put that, it. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't want you that's to think like you the nigga. She gonna, but I'm yeah. just saying like at the end of the day, you, your debit card, you may have more money in your debit card than I do, but. I still got to beat this burglar up, bitch. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I still exactly. got to, you know what I'm saying? I got to kill this bug. I got to, No disrespect you know. to nobody. But I'm no, just, no, I'm no, talking. no. So you got to understand. I tell women, like, for, I'm going to use this as an example. Our dog used to kill rodents in the backyard. Mm-hmm. Bro, I used to be scared to death to pick up dead possums, raccoons, but I had to do it because my wife wasn't touching it. Exactly. Uh-huh. There's a value on me doing that. Mm-hmm. There's a value on me picking up this rodent. There's a value on me... Uh, doing things around the house where I saved us money. There's a value on me scheduling and facilitating if somebody got to come here and do something. Yep. Okay, if we got to pay a plumber, you may be paying, like if the plumbing bill is $500 and I can only give you 200 because you make more than me, you got the other three, you at work. I still got to sit here, wait for the plumber to get here, make now, sure he do the work right. There's a value on what I do. 
and as make a sure man. you're not overcharged. There you go. You breaking you breaking down so many levels. You talked about value. You talked about uh, who plays what role, and then a balance. Now the question that I would say, because one of the natural things that often happen is. Women always say, like, what women is you meeting? What black women is you talking about? Because I get you, that a lot. You. No, no, but you know you've heard. <laughs> but no. that's what I'm saying. You want to be Josh, please, please give him, let, let him, let him get these few seconds. It's Because he right there. Because they'll say, but you know what, bro? I'm going to say this before you finish, Carl. Real quick, one sentence. The women that say that, bro, nine times out of ten, those are the ones that ain't got nobody. Go ahead. And, and along with that you statement, I was talking to my homeboy about this. And then, Tess, you opened up with, you're right. We dealing with trauma because America is is designed for white men. So we as black people, you know, the way we were brought here, all of the trauma, you know, they say if you got an alcoholic in your family, that can last for three to four generations. So I can only Absolutely. imagine what enslavement lasts for. And then people act like even this, the Jim Crow era was that long ago. Our, you know, we got grandparents that was alive when Emmett Till happened. And I don't talk about alive like they were kids. They were alive like, shit, I was in that city last week. Right, right, You know what right. I'm saying? So it's like the the shit we're, we're dealing with. And even like the woman, as you talk about making more money, this information technology age is just a system that exists where black women are are more prepared for it. And black women are the are the most educated class of Americans that exists. They're, 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 they're the most the graduating. The they're the now, top of the list. Yeah. With all of that being said, we have to know that money still is not a value system that we as black people, period, need to honor as the way to say that that person is of value. It's a lot of people with paper that motherfuckers don't need to listen to. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Money don't make you cool, don't make you smart, don't make you important. You just a motherfucker with, with some paper, uh, with some made up currency. Nah, but but see, since everything was designed and black women make more than us, and it's by design. No, today, no disrespect today. to them. No yeah, disrespect yeah, to them. And they 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 they, they work in recession proof careers, education, yeah. nursing, medical field. Very important shit. Yeah, no disrespect to them, but it's by design that. Black men can't get industrial jobs anymore. We could say technology took all industrial jobs. Yeah, it took a few of them. But what about outsourcing? You know what I mean? What about the fact that you sent jobs overseas, India, Mexico, like something as simple as a call center job? Like I remember before Bush got in office and I got an IT background, mm -hmm. they used to have call centers, bro, where you sit there, man, to a phone all day and you can make $12, $15 an hour. In 99, 2000, I knew men that were making fifteen dollars an hour just working at a call center. That's a nice income, especially well, my in first jobs was a horrible telemarketer. So especially yeah. in Detroit, bro, like where the cost of living ain't super astronomical. Mm -hmm. Fifteen dollars an hour. Uh, right. That's a nice contribution for a man to his household. But you take those jobs and send them to India, where they'll work for three, like, four, five bucks an, like hour. $2 an hour. Yeah. So what does that do to the hey, average male? What, exactly. Hello, Desmond. What does that do to the average male, black male in here that could have did that job? He ain't got no felonies. He ain't got this and that. And even if he did, some of these companies were still hiring. Yeah. But you know what? You went ahead and sent those jobs away. So now my wife or my girl, who's an educator, who's a nurse, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Some some RNs that have an actual degree. Yeah. You got an RN and a bachelor's. You're making $28 an hour. Mm -hmm. Easy. Now, here I am yeah. trying to work at a little factory somewhere, killing myself, making 10 an hour, and I got to work all this overtime to try to keep up with my lady. And there's still a, Percocet. There's a natural... 
There's a natural imbalance. A natural imbalance in the career. And we spend so much, bro, the relationships get broken and marriages never happen because we already at disadvantages. Because you're looking now, at me like I ain't shit. You re- because, right. You refuse to acknowledge what I'm worth to you. What's going on? You putting a value on a money system that was created by motherfuckers who don't give a fuck about just straight, you or me. Just straight numbers on employment. You yeah. looking at what you make an hour and what I make an hour, you already devaluing me as a man. I agree. Now, let me ask you this, go ahead, too. Go ahead. Another question me and my uh, homeboy B was talking about earlier this week. Shout out B. Shout out B. Yep. So... Another thing in our community, and this is black women, black women, black men, period, just even families, period. Mm-hmm. Like, because we deal with so much trauma in the black community, sometimes I believe it's women that respond better to trauma. Meaning that, like, a guy like you, like, if you're going through some fuck shit, you may get more support from a woman because we have uh, a different system. Like, even with you going through the shit you're going through, I guarantee if, you know, knock on wood, some bullshit happened to you, like, Somebody smash into your ride or something like that. Your girl will respond in a whole different way and okay, almost yeah. listen to you, uh, be more supportive by your side or the whole holding down somebody if they get locked up. Yeah. The whole, you know, uh, just we respond better in traumatic situations because we deal with so much trauma. So but to be in more of a balanced space moving towards success is actually kind of out of the norm of what we got in the black community. So what you're saying is yeah. women don't know how to operate outside of the sky is falling. They don't know how to be regular when shit is cool. But I would say men too. Like our community itself, even our family. That's dope. That's dope and deep. That's what? deep dope. Like I, I, I was, cause I was following you and it wasn't until you got to the very end that I picked up on what you were saying. I think we're, we're so, what do they say? Um, how do they say it's like order through chaos? It's yeah. like we don't know how to yeah. operate smooth. Like when yes. everything is all good and yes. keep it that way. We wait the next fucked up thing to happen. Yes. Instead of just being like, oh shit, cool. We like, yes. no, it's about to rain. Yes. It's like, yeah. no, nigga, just enjoy the sunshine. Yes, mm-hmm. bro. It's, like, it's just like you chilling with your girl for the day and it just feels so good, but she just on something or worried about something or got something on her mind and you trying to like, baby, don't worry about all that. We chilling right now. That's... I think that's us in general. Because, because like one of the biggest challenges I've had in but dating. But you know, hold on, one thing. Oh, men worry about that outside the house. That's our problem. Mm-hmm. The sky is falling to us when we out the crib dealing yeah. with the world. To women, it's always internal because they're worried about you and the family. And that fucks everything us with them the is home. Is supposed to be our. I'm sorry, Kari. Go ahead. It's go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, Josh already went on it. One of the biggest challenges I think we have, or I've had, is that. Right there. Like, so, like, it'll be, like, first it's, like, I got to take care of my mama. And then then it's, like, I got to take care of my sister. Then it's, like, I got to take care of my nephew. Then I got to take care of my second cousin. And it's, like, yo, how many motherfuckers you got to take care of? But yeah. she's she sees nurturing and she sees her role in life as taking care of. Sometimes people that you don't even want to take care of. Like, on real talk, like, how many times have you, you know, been with a woman and seen them respond? This could be even female friends or whatever. Mm-hmm. Where it'll be, like... Thanksgiving is coming up. They mom got diabetes. And then you just see like, all right, this is some fucked up shit. Mm -hmm. But it's like, do I say something? Do I not say something? Do I, you know what I'm saying? Like, cause this already looks like she's driving into a situation where she's going to be embracing, as you say, that sky is falling shit. I'm going to say this. Internally. Go ahead. Before we get off this topic, we're going to figure out 
what's going on with the black man and black woman, and we're going to fix it here at the Detroit is Different Studios. I feel like we making good ground <laughs> right here. And I don't want none of these black women to think I hate y'all. I just got a certain feel about what's going on, and I don't think I'm wrong. And if you want to prove me otherwise, come on the show, talk about it. We welcome anybody on here. We supposed to have women on here today, and this is what I was going to talk about. And next time we do this, when women here, I'm going to have this conversation. But I think we making ground. I think we making progress. You mad? That's a good thing. You supposed to be mad. We just want a solution. They mad to the mother. But we black get- women don't don't look at baby girl. What's her name? Who? Megan. What's her name? Megan Royal Good. Wedding. Yeah, don't don't look okay. at her and don't look at her and and then judge your man. She, that's not relationship goals. Relationship goals should be the goals that you have going in your home. Don't look at Jay Z and Beyonce to be your representation of what a relationship or Cardi B and Offset. Those are regular. Those motherfuckers got shit going on. You just don't see it because. We watching Instagram pictures. We looking at highlights. Focus on what's going on in your home. You gotta Fuck be happy. Else. First and foremost. You gotta be happy more than anything. Don't like you said, like Josh was saying, you can't look at other people's situations because you only getting a glimpse of it. It's the best show we done had. Interesting. It's but I do want your take about the sky is falling theory. What's your take on that, Josh? I feel like girls, as strong as black women are, we talk about black women, right? Mm-hmm. As strong as black women are, and they as strong as vibranium. I never question that. Like you said, wherever you lack at, a black woman will come through and increase wherever you lack at. And that's what they love to do. I ain't going to say, is that what they here for? Yeah, but they have other roles in life. But that's what they do great. That's what they do the best. But when shit is bad, they will fall out, and you got to let them cry, and you got to like, go ahead and cry. That ain't going to fix shit. We got to figure it out. But it's always a panic with them. As bad as we are as a black community, men and women, dealing with life as far as through chaos, a black man will be like, okay, it's fucked up. I got to deal with it. Black women, it's a cold red. Bring the alarm. Bring the life vest out. Get the women and the children on the boat. They panic. And then once they get it together... They the best motherfucking compliment. Like they, they they compliment every situation better than anything else. But they definitely go overboard with it. Like when shit is bad, it's bad to them. It's it's times twenty. But do, would you credit that to their emotional nature? Like like bro, I I, get, yes. and I don't know if it's because I'm getting older, but sometimes I just have to tell my wife, baby, breathe. Like, yes. Just just breathe. So they don't grow out of that. You was in the car, and I had my situation, and you had yours. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, baby, just breathe. Like, you said, what'd you say? I said, they don't don't grow out of that. that, You dealing with that, too? I've dealt with it before. But he asking, now, at where you at, and at the level you at, do it change? Well, let's let's keep it a buck. I I don't know how old Kari is, but I'm a couple of years older than y'all, too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'll say this. When they get older, it's easier to get them to calm down. Okay. Like, Years ago, 10 years ago, I would literally have to cuss my girl out mm. bad and leave the house. And she'd probably go deal with another dude for a minute, whatever, you know what I mean? Dang. Now, now she, she, we're both older. When I tell her, baby, breathe, it's not that deep. Are we here? Are we with each other? Are we alive? Are we healthy? Do, you know, do we have food in the refrigerator? Like, mm. our, our, our lights aren't about to get cut off. Both car notes are paid, like, Stop it. Breathe for a minute. Yeah. I'll say this because you guys are dealing with younger ladies. Everything is of urgency to them mm-hmm. right now, you mm-hmm. know, because they they are not, you know, they're in their 20s or 30s, early mm-hmm. 30s. Yeah. They're still young, but they see that that bridge coming mm-hmm. where we crossing that bridge into a different stage in life. Mm-hmm. So they panic it. 
So I just tell my brothers to be patient. You know, they still good girls. They still going to love you to death. Mm -hmm. But trust me, when they get over 35, 40, they're going to slow down and say, okay, maybe he's right. Let me just breathe. I, they'll, they'll appreciate you more. Mm -hmm. I, there were times when I was you guys' age, I felt like my girl didn't appreciate me. Bro, but every right. time I left, she would beg for me back. Like, no disrespect to the ladies listening, but y'all know when y'all got a good guy, y'all push him all the way to the limits, and then when he really break out, Y'all calling them leaving. And our thing is we don't want nobody else to take you down through there. No. We don't know, want nobody else off in that goodness. So when yeah, you start. Put your leg up. Yeah. So when you start begging for us back, we do come back. Now, that's another question that I have. Go ahead. As you talk about the good guy as like, I mean, this is like the whole like uh, I had a homeboy that was working with uh, DMX like two years ago on a concert. Like he was like managing the concert and he was like, he tripping, he crazy as hell and I'm like yo dude did you ever do you know anything about his backstory and I met X a couple times mm -hmm. and if you ever get a chance to meet X and depending upon where he's at in the day and how many drugs he's been on <laughs> you can <laughs> you can recognize like yo this motherfucker have been through some shit right. so but he, he even said like yo success is something that's tough for me so back to like having a good guy like could you know, some women, do you believe they may not even accept the role of like having a good guy because what they like to actualize saying like, <laughs> oh, shit, I could probably be with a good dude. It's a it's a few levels to that, especially in the black community, because the bad guy in the black community has been made to be cool mm -hmm. to a degree. I'm going to just say this, bro. You put a guy who got a college degree next to a guy that did 10 years in prison. And for some odd reason in the black community, we, we idolize and, and, and admire this guy that did 10 years in the penitentiary for whatever reason. Like we don't care if it's good or bad. And the more bad it is, the more we got some kind of oh, he killed somebody. thing for this guy. You oh, know what I mean? <laughs> like if, if he did 10 years for accidentally killing somebody, it's like, Oh, we feel bad for you. But if he was a straight up gangster killer and then he has this story of, I've reformed my life and I'm this person. And I'm not saying you can't reform your life, but as black people, we don't feel like we should just be born, live a good life and die. Mm -mm. So when you look at our relationships, every woman you've dealt with, bro, at some point in their life, the black woman has lusted after the quote unquote bad guy. They've wanted the guy. They always say, well, I want him educated with a little street edge. I want to reform why, thug. Yeah. Why you want the street edge? Like, you know what I mean? And it's not to knock nobody from the streets and all that. Like, to me, that street is just mean common sense. Like, we all from the streets. We all got common sense. Keep your head on the swivel. Like, right. you know, like I tell my wife, I'll whoop a nigga ass for you, but I ain't, you know, I ain't no dumb. You ain't seeking the thug. fight. Yeah. I'm You're not going to look for the fight I'm to prove you can. Yeah, exactly. And, and my I was raised by two Marines. My grandfather and my father was a Marine. Being a man don't mean you go out and do stupid shit and be criminal and nope. be scared of community and all that. You could be a man just by standing on your own two feet and protecting your family. Being a man sometimes is turning another cheek. Period. Period. To walk away from a fight don't make you less than a man. Mm -mm. So mm. I'm saying all that to say when we dealing with our women sometimes, especially when they're younger, and you they got a really good guy, it's mm. almost like something got to go wrong. This is too perfect. And that's what I was going to say. Like, can yeah, hit me that. And then further, because I'm 35 now. Right. So, like, I'm finally to the point, and this, I never thought I would get to this point. Like, how much will you 
like my thought process used to be like, all right, I need to smash first. Yes, sir. And then I can figure out, you know, what a value she brings because I want to smash first. Well, right. I now, I don't <laughs> feel like that as much. Yeah. I don't feel like that as much. Like, well, God, like at what age does a guy get past saying, all right, I need to like, okay. Even if she can't bring nothing to me, she could at least bring some pussy. So that's the best this, case scenario. This is, this is a weird, weird area for me, bro. And I don't know how much time we got left. This is a weird area because for me, like that, no for no. me, I still live under that pretense. But I'm married, though. But like, I got you. but I understand what you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I've always been a, 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 you know, sex first relationship. Later, like I got to see yeah. what's up on that first before I even. Decide to commit to you because I'm orgasm. just a sexual creature. Right. You know I'm what I'm saying? I'm not feeling like that as much no more. Just in the in the beginning like, though. I mean, I hear what you're saying, but even from the beginning, like, but it bro, used to if be you like, if you okay. meet a girl and she's a beautiful woman and the sex is horrible, you know, as a man, bro, you're still in your prime, bro. 35, you're still in your prime. If you meet a great woman, but that sex is horrible, she's just a bump on the log. She's lame, With like mouth not about. a freak and come on bro you, this you, is what i'm saying i feel like as men and women the roles reverse i feel like men we want to fuck early when we get older we kind of like okay i need more and i feel like women yeah i feel like women earlier like i need to find a husband and then you get to that point where you don't find a husband because you're looking for him too early you ain't learn shit and then they reach their sexual peak later say <laughs> they, they want to fuck they like no nah. about the yin and yang of life it's about finding balance so i feel like in relationships i don't even know if there's a point but we were going this way but i feel like somebody in a relationship just has to care more than the other person to make sure we all get through this at one point she gonna love the shit out of you and you're gonna be like all right bitch i like you too and then y'all kind of <laughs> and then as it go back she like i'm straight on you you get on my nerves you're like, no bitch i love you and then facts Facts, super facts. And and believe it or not, bro, I'm gonna say it like this: Me and my wife went through all stages of that. Yeah, every stage of what you just said. I chased Mm -hmm. her in the beginning, then she chased me, then Mm -hmm. I chased her, then she chased me, till finally we was like, we both done with the chasing. We finna get married, and that's what it is. That's what it is, dog. I think that's exactly what it is. Did that come all the way over to you? Yeah, it's all the way over to us. That's all over the world. All right, man. so let me ask you some more questions, Josh. Oh, okay. Uh, hey, my nigga, this is the best podcast. Hey, bro, it's only going to get better from here, man. All right. Nah. Yeah, because this is like a post-game conversation, actually, like what yeah, you said. Yeah, So, um, with this being said, if you could talk to a young dude, like, starting off in the game. Because, like, when I was 18, all I wanted to do was smash. What would you tell him about the type of woman? Like, if a guy's 18, what type of woman should he get? If I could talk to an eighteen year old right now, the type of guy, the type of girl he should get. I don't think he should be in a relationship. I, but, yeah. but period, like what type of girl should he even be pursuing? Period. I uh, think he should be talking to multiple women. Not saying you gotta. Okay, sleep who with are them. those multiples? Whatever, whatever piques your interest, man. Like it shouldn't be hard. <clears throat> you know what? I take that fucking back. It should be hard. Cause whatever come easy ain't worth it. But I feel like he should he should talk to the annoying girl. He should talk to the girl that's on her stuff. He should talk to the girl that go to the parties and that's lit all the Facts. time. He, Facts. Because it's like you gotta Facts. know as a man, 
you got to know what what you like and what you can to, what you can tolerate and what you can't tolerate. My son, nineteen, mm -hmm. and bro, he got to do everything Kid Clever just said. You gotta you gotta meet that little hot girl because let's let's keep it a buck, right? Mm -hmm. When we was nineteen, let no, let's just even say twenty one. When we first when we, <laughs> when we first start hitting the club, right? When we first start hitting the club, we see them little baddies in there. Remember? Yeah. But we didn't realize some of them was going to be the same ones 20 years later on Instagram doing the same thing we seen them doing back then. Like, you know what I mean? 10, 20 years she ago. She 29. Yeah. We, world is filled with pimps and hoes. Yeah. We, we didn't realize, but we had to date them and then follow them and keep in touch with them and run into them back and forth over the years and add them on Facebook. And it's like... And, and Instagram, it's mm -hmm. like, damn, baby, you you was doing the same thing back at Maxi's. Like, yeah, you was the same damn, chick. Was at, back to Maxi's. But yeah. this is what I want to say. To piggyback off what Dez was saying, you need to go do everything. Because that's what guys do. You yep. go see the smorgasbord of everything's going on the buffet of it. But what I would tell him is, the one that's putting up the most fight is the one that's really worth it. Because most of the girls I ever deal with, they all it came kind of easy to me. This relationship I'm in right now has been the hardest thing I've ever been, but it's probably the most fulfilling. And I didn't realize that I was going to start it like I did and bring it to this point. <laughs> but it's the most fulfilling one, and it's been the hardest one. So that lets me know is that anything worth having is going to be difficult getting. So if you got it like that, it's probably not going to be shit. 25-year-old guy. What would you say? 25-year-old guy, um, stop wearing condoms. <laughs> they just get in the way. <laughs> You're gonna take a couple L's. You might have a couple kids. Wild boy I, behavior. Yeah, Bruh tripping. Bruh tripping. Because I had my first kid when I was 26. Boy, raw sex is where it's at. My dick don't really get hard in condoms. And it's the bourbon talking. <laughs> Wild boy behavior. Dan, ah. what would you say? 25. I mean, 25. Based on you. By that time, you dating all the girls. You done dated a few different types of women. This you know what you like. Train. You know what you like and you know what you don't like. So the characteristics that you can deal with, and it's different for every male because we all different. Like a lot of people like the feisty girl or the girl that's always got the attitude. I can't deal with that shit. I can't deal with those type of things. I need to deal with somebody that's on her shit or somebody that's at least driven and got enough going on to where she ain't always. You said you was going to call me back in five minutes. You called me back in six. Like, I can't oh, no. deal with no okay. shit like that. Tess, what would you say? 25-year-old dude. Are right, you 45-year-old Tess. What's going on? That's funny, bro. I ain't nowhere near 45. 25-year-old <laughs> uh, Tess. Yeah, you talking to 25. You saying I'm talking to me at 25? Yeah, it could be. What? Yeah, what should you, what should, true. should you be looking for in a woman? At 25, what you should be looking for is a woman that understands who you are i think uh I think, mm. I think a lot of that. that's funny a mm. lot of times in life we um we we look for what we like like i okay i'll use me as an example i've always been a, a man that love a woman just with them cheeks i yes, love sir. them butt cheeks, big booty like you know what i mean mm. but we don't always you realize many black men a big butt comes with a lot of headache, especially in this social media era. Like, it comes with a lot of headache because every man, as soon as she step out the house, partners is precious, she got a million dicks being thrown at her. You know, versus a woman who likes you and not her social media likes. Or she won't downplay the fact that she know her booty is getting a lot of love out here in these streets. Because they try to play it off. Boy, don't nobody this and don't nobody that. When she know, okay, you, you own, you know, you're yeah, you own forty mini dresses, but you playing with me like I don't know what time it is. You, you know own booty shorts that you wear in the summertime. 
So I would say to the 25, find the one that likes you. Mm-hmm. Mm. Not necessarily her likes or cares about what's going on in the streets. Find the one that likes you. She's concerned about mm. your well-being and what your aspirations and goals are. Find her and don't be stupid. Come in her. All right. 30-year-old. <laughs> huh? 30-year-old. What should 30-year-old be looking for? 30-year-old, you should be looking to get some. You should be at a point in your life where you're trying to figure out where your cheese at and building and stacking because honestly, oh, yeah. you can't build that empire until you got that one that's by your side and you got to have a singular focus. Like I always say this. So what, what you talking about the internally where he is, but what type of woman should you be looking for? One that's on that same shit. She shouldn't. I mean, she can have fun and do all that, but she shouldn't be enamored with all the bullshit. <laughs> she shouldn't be distracted by the flashing lights, all that. She know what's real. She know what's going on. She know what we trying to do. We trying to build. So she should have a singular focus too. Her focus should be trying to compliment everything you doing, and you should be complimenting everything she doing. So it's like, okay, you got a dream. This is what you want to do. This is what we doing to work towards that. Y'all working together towards the same thing. If you thirty, like I always say, if you're a thirty year old nigga, you can still pull a bitch that's. I mean, I ain't even far. Fucking with a bitch that's 21, but you shouldn't because y'all don't even have the same conversation. Not no more. Yeah, no. so it's like if you're 30, man, you should be looking for somebody who got the same maturity as you. And if that's a woman, I mean, it's not a woman. I mean, if, if we talk, I mean, a woman's maturity, a 30 year old man, you can get you a 26 year old girl. They gonna be on it. They probably gonna still be five years ahead of you maturity wise, but y'all on the same focus. And you got you got to come here, bro, before you go to before you go to Dez. Because Josh, go. I got to okay, piggyback says, on something go, Josh go, said. Go, go, go. At thirty, mm-hmm. Josh said like like them them sexual um peaks vary. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Because at twenty one, fellas humping on everything. You did, <laughs> yeah. yeah Pussy yeah. ain't gonna be wet. A we lot of it there. was. It yeah. was a lot of wild boy behavior. The, at now 21. the woman, the woman is having sex at twenty one to thirty. But they get into the groove and know who they are and become the real freak by the time they 35, 40. Oh, she's Where you learn that at? She didn't know she was squirting. I agree. Like, yeah, they, exactly. Josh said they're squirting. They're doing different things orally, physically. Mm-hmm. So the 30-year-old should really be taking the time to say, okay, I'm still young. I'm still fit. Mm-hmm. I'm still doing. So not, let me find somebody to match me. Let me get out these streets. Let me start to curve it and get out these streets mm-hmm. and find somebody. There's this woman here that her sex drive is growing. So she could be between the ages of 27 and 40. For sure. Because her sex drive is curving. And she want to get off into some things. This is where you get introduced to sex toy stores, lingerie. You know, her her whole panty mm-hmm. game is what changing. What is Cirilla's? I don't know what that is. Cirilla's. Uh, no, I know. Oh, okay. You're stupid. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, wait a minute. I thought this was a plant. Oh, this, I thought this was a plant. <laughs> this is a sex swing? You can just take the ficus yeah. out of here. We can sit in some fun. <laughs> the ficus. Her whole sex game is changing. And you want to be able to go ahead and match that. And to me, that takes you over into any age you finish. Not to jump the gun on you, because I know you got some questions coming, but that takes you into the next level. So now you're thinking wifey material. Yeah. And I can use me and my wife as an example. For as much as we wanted to to think other things was out here in this world for us, physically, mm-hmm. over the last 15 years, if nothing else, our sex game, you did mm. like you we did. tried. We tried to, you know, I did my thing, she did hers, and it could be some other dudes, bro, straight up and down. They took her down through there. I'm talking about while we was involved, but our sex thing came back together. Like mm. we never had issues in that regard, mm-hmm. and my wife is actually five years older than me, mm-hmm. so her as her peak was shifting, I was coming out them streets. 
and we kind of met in the middle <laughs> and you. and the sex was the catalyst <clears throat> to the to the intimacy to the mentality part of the relationship and so all that shit. yeah found that groove you yes. talking about me as far as 30 year old 30 year old i mean i feel like honestly more than anything you should find somebody that that care about your happiness just as much as their happiness so it's like it got to be somebody that wanted like like piggyback on what they were saying that wanted to see you succeed and take everything you're doing to that next level and that's willing to, to grow with you and i feel like anybody that i'm with like 30 plus i feel like it got to be somebody that brings me more happiness than bullshit so at the end of the day so it's gonna be bullshit but like he said as little bullshit as possible right because it's hard to avoid the bullshit they still women at the end of the day and i know niggas got their quirks we do our little things but i just you still got me side <laughs> just being real i don't want to act like i'm shitting on women but i feel like i can't full circle i feel like they dig it all right jumping 10 years 40 josh at 40 what should a dude be looking for I at can't four, be in these streets. At, at 40, I probably divorced and I'm fucking with a little 19-year-old bitch <laughs> <laughs> that was on the cover of <laughs> a sports <laughs> No, man, by the time I'm 40, man, I should have probably a gang of kids. I'm with I'm with my I'm married to the girl I'm with now. Um the money is coming in. We got several different revenues, streams of revenue coming in, and we dealing with that new phase. You know what I'm saying? Like now we getting ready, you know, we, we, we trying to get kids out the house. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I should be married. That's what I say. I don't know. I shouldn't be looking for nothing. By that time, I should be married. But I hate having expectations on whatever is going on. I hate that fairy tale shit. Perfect world, I'll be married. But, you know, I should be, I ain't in the streets. I don't want to be 40 in the club. That's I just dope. don't want to do fine. that. I don't want to be 40 years old. And swag surfing in the club with some 23-year-olds. And I'm like, oh, nigga, even if I'm flying, I'm popping. I still don't want to be that nigga that they like, oh, why is he here? Like, <laughs> I just don't want to be that nigga. There's a lot of them dudes there. It's, it's, it's a lot of them dudes. Uh, don't be that guy. Tess, 40, what should a guy be looking for? Hey, I'm right there, and I'm going to tell you like this. Um, at 40, Josh said it correctly, a man should be either leaning on marriage already involved in it because it ain't let's let's let me say this it ain't nothing wrong with getting married in your 30s or 20s you know it just depends on where your mentality is but at 40 at the age of 40 or hovering around it which whichever the case may be you should be at a point in your life where you're settled you should be thinking about things like having a crib i'm gonna use myself as an example bro i used to especially being a comedian i used to hate for anybody to disrupt my weekends even if I wasn't booked, I wanted my weekends free. Mm -hmm. Don't don't ask me to do nothing. Twenty four hours a day from from Thursday night twelve a.m. going into Friday morning. Don't talk to me until Monday morning. But the mature me, I'm doing yard work, bro, mm. on weekends. You dig? I'm helping my wife plant hostas. Now a lot of people <laughs> hostas. Now a lot of people. He going to lows like ever. And bro, I'm trying to tell you. Baby, what the edge at? Bro, I just tore a rotator cuff, right? Damn. And I might have to have surgery. Mm. But typically around this time of the year, bro, I would be putting out dirt from where my dog dug up the yard over the winter, mm. putting down uh, mulch to, to mm. around the house, the colorful mulch to make the yard look yeah. good. Low key, it'd be on sale like ever at Home Depot around Bro, the right now. Grown, dig, grown man behavior. You dig what I'm saying? Grown man behavior, yes. That's grown man behavior. Boys. But here's the deal, though. Here's the deal. When you done did the yard work and you pulling up to that crib 
and you got one of the prettiest houses on the block, there's a feeling behind that. That's like having that motherfucking uh, 745 on Chrome. Yeah. There's a 25. Exactly. Like you, you see them begonias over there. Quit playing. Exactly. You see, you see them hostels, nigga, over there. Facts. That's all I'm saying. But see, when you when you 25, 30, that's not cool. Mm -mm. But when you 40 and you walking in the crib with your girl, refrigerator's full, the outside of the crib look good, and she ain't tripping. Because your wife want that when you're around 35 and older. Your girl want that to show off to her friends. Mm -hmm. Like, real talk. Like, dudes could live in an apartment until we die. Oh, I'm straight. But your girl want this crib and this nice yard to show off to her friends. And when you get to a point where you realize every year, when the weather break, this you're going to be doing this. Mm -hmm. And it gets to a point where it's not irritating. That's why women always end up fucking the gardener. Hilarious. <laughs> Hilarious. Niggas don't be laying them hostage. <laughs> That's why. So landscape, landscape and kid get you the, in the game. Bro, at 40. Learn some rock, learn some rock layouts. Fucking Jorge. At 40. <laughs> at 40, you looking at the crib, bro. Taz, you fuck with fishing? Your woman, I, I want to, bro. I can't swim, so. I honestly, I'm not scared of fishing. It's just like, you want to be pure fishing. You know? Period. Yeah, I'm gonna be one of them cats. If I go Period. out in the water on the boat, I'm gonna have on them joints. I'm gonna have like rubber duckies <laughs> on my wrists. Like I'm gonna have a rubber ducky around my waist, and the, I'm gonna have a real lifeguard. But I want to go. Like right. I, I've, I've never really been in like a grizzly. <laughs> water. Yeah, I don't fish, but uh, with a fish in his mouth. No, nigga, throw the reel in there and pull that bitch off. So, dance forty. What you think? Man, at 40, um, of course, I want to I wanna be settled down, um, just happy. I don't know if I'll be married. I don't know if that's in the cards for me, but just just happy. And um, Bro, there's on some real play. Josh, this is your yeah, man. man. Bro, yeah, I was going to say, I was going to say, he he's heavy in the game right now. He's no, just, he just still going to be taking him down through there, Josh. What's <laughs> no, wrong I didn't, with your man, bro? I didn't, I didn't I don't say know if that, I'm gonna be and Josh, man. what's wrong with your man, bro? <laughs> At 40, he like, I don't even think, I'm going to still be taking him down nah, that through ain't, that. Though. That ain't what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm just saying like. Bald, I mean, this nigga dead is going to be bald head. <laughs> nigga, I'm still going to be cute, nigga. So, but <laughs> nigga want to be 40 and cute. <laughs> you got to be cute. If nigga. you ain't handsome by that time, nigga, you're supposed to be debonair by the time you feel it, nigga. I'm still going to be cute. Nigga, I got boys good looks. Nigga, Kelly, I'm, I still Kelly be cute. still think he cute. That's his problem. <laughs> if you don't get your debonair. But no, he's man, still going to be working at the clothing <laughs> store to sell the young clothes. But man. No, at the end of the day, man, just just happy. Like I don't, I don't know. I really don't know. That's that's a little minute from now. But at the end of the day, I want to be but happy. It's, it's not even you. I'm mm -hmm. saying, what type of woman do you think a forty year old dude? A forty year old looking for? Oh, we yeah, a forty year old dude. Oh, a forty year old dude should be be looking. Like I said, this, I I don't think it should be that much different than what a thirty year old dude should be looking for. It should be someone that's constantly trying to grow and constantly like understand where you're coming from and where you're trying to go. So it has to be with somebody that that get it, that knows where they're going and what they need to do to improve. Someone that's willing to travel and open minded. Okay, now I'm gonna I'm gonna jump, and this will be the last question. Okay, sixty year old guy, what do you think? Uh, I'm taking a lot of Viagra. Somebody that's understanding. Blue boys. Blue boys. It got to be somebody understanding because that dick might not always work. Don't give you the headache. I'm taking them zoom zooms and wham whams all day. Facts. If if it ain't working at that point, oh them zoom zooms. Oh, I call Cialis and V's, season V zoom zooms and wham whams. Mm -hmm. I'm taking them joints all day. Like, but I think at sixty, I don't I don't think it's too old depending on how you took care of your body. 
Especially yeah. now, man, with diets and like we're gonna be sixty, we're gonna be functioning active sixty year yeah. So y'all thinking about smashing first, but I'm saying like type along that smashing, what what type of woman would you even be thinking about? Well, at sixty you're gonna have her. You should. You Somebody should. that's gonna you remind should. you to take your pills. Like but that's talk, that's important. Yeah, we, yeah, we talking hypertension. That nigga Sinbad got the funniest joke. He said, "You get to a certain age, you need a girl that know what signs of a stroke look like." <laughs> right, right, right. That that's said, a funny bit too. Yeah. She said, "Young bitch, like, why your face looking like that?" But, uh, why you, you making faces at me? <laughs> if you. Anyway, Simba is a very underrated comedian, probably one of the best. Of all and we should have hollered at the nigga in the airport. We when ain't we gonna seen talk him. about that. We saw him at the airport. <laughs> we saw the nigga, but I don't like meet niggas that yeah, I kind of yeah, fuck with. Because if he'd have been an asshole, I, I don't fuck slap. with you. Simba yeah. would have been a good Yo, dude. Low key, shout out to House Guest is one of my favorite movies to watch. I like a lot of weird ass movies with black people. Simba definitely one. I of them. feel like Simba is a reason different world got rolling. Like yeah. I feel like it was so kind of new. That they needed a nigga as like his character. He was seasoned then. Yeah, he, was, he wasn't new then. He was yeah. seasoned. Yeah. He was on, but anyway, Sinbad was the truth. Da 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 da. da. Still but, is, yeah. Yeah, he's still a man. Sixty years, yeah. like I say, sixty years old. Hopefully, you married. But if you're sixty and we talking about a single nigga, yeah. Hey man, get what you. You can probably still put if you're a flat because I feel like men get better with age. So I feel like if you're sixty, you can probably pull a fly little forty year old. So wait, so wait, uh, but wait, I'm gonna wait, say wait, this, wait. Josh, is you cashing out? So is you sugar daddy in that sixty? No, no. If you sixty years old, obviously you tried the marriage thing, it ain't work out. Now you just a flat sixty year old nigga, and you going to the spot, you ballrooming with uh forty year olds. So you, you at club yesterday? Yeah, you ain't tricking. You just a flat sixty year old nigga, and you these hot forty year olds looking at you, and they like, yup, this nigga is a man. And you driving that car, you got the van. You know what I'm saying? At the van. You know what I'm saying? You fly. You at Floods. You fly. You got a Harley Davis. You, you at the Charlie Wilson concert. You got yeah, your all white linen bitch on with linen your toes out. Yep. At 60, bro, I, I'm going to say if you're still looking, I just seriously believe in this era because we're all, we all a few years apart, but mm -hmm. we all in the same age range, we'll say. 20 years from now, guys, 60-year-olds, 55-year-olds, 50-year-olds are the chicks we looking at right now on Instagram. And I think they still going to try to have it, quote-unquote, it. Yeah. So I believe those are the women, because let's look at it like this. Ain't no telling how fake ass is going to look 20 years from now if they got the Ugh. Not the even them, though. Not. not even them. Let's say this. Look at all the women right now that's 45, 50 even 55 that wear leggings and some of them some of them yeah, before y'all jump some of there some you of go that's away. all i'm saying yeah so let's fast forward to the chicks that we know now that's 30 35 just killing the game with whatever their leggings and eyelashes and all that mm -hmm. 20 years from now they're going to be doing the same thing mm -hmm. so i say at that point i believe they probably going to be ready to settle down if if a young dude ain't taking them down through there, <laughs> so look on. If you sixty man, go ahead and look for a little fifty year old. Nothing less than forty five. If you sixty, don't look for nothing less than forty five. So basically, you need to be on that Tom Joyner cruise. Hey, there you go. That facts. Mm -hmm. There you Jada go. Jada Pickett, mama. Period. Ooh oh, she is killing the entire game. I'm gonna bro. say this. Yeah. Why? Why would Jada fuck with her face like that if that's what she was gonna evolve into? But I think her mom has some work done too. No, on the face, so. not on the body. I don't think so, dude. But see, bro, I think when you got that kind of bread, let's keep it a buck. When you got that kind of bread, mm -hmm. they only dealing with top notch uh, 
plastic surgeon. But it still don't look good. Looking at looking looking at Jada Pickett. Jada no, I'm talking about horrible, her mom. Though. I'm talking about her mom. I'm saying though, but Jada Pickett her. got the money. Jada Pickett is horrible. Look at her face compared to what she was. I don't think so. I don't, I don't think so. Like I don't think she's horrible. I don't think so. I don't think so. You crazy as hell. Look at look at Peaches and look at fucking Jada right now. Look at Peaches. <laughs> you know funny, it's a difference, bro. nigga. And what's crazy is her mama face don't look like that. Her mama look like Peaches face look. You niggas not going to tell me Jada Pickett but, don't look but crazy. But listen to what I'm saying. Do you think? She don't look crazy. I don't think she look that crazy. That bitch look like she got stung by a bee, fam. She look like Tommy Hearns got a hold of Martin. <laughs> you tripping. Y'all niggas I know I'm not tripping. I seen her mama. I just watched the show The Red Table. <laughs> with Facebook, her, no, Facebook her and the, the, the kids, her, yeah, her and, and the Willow and the yeah. Facebook content, bro. Give me that, give me that. Let me get it. Give me that. Give it. Quit playing with me, bro. Look at her cheekbones. Look at her mom. Her mom shit looks. Nah, Jada still gorgeous, bro. You crazy as fuck, bro. Niggas about to throw my phone. Give me my phone. You look crazy as fuck, bro. Jada Pickett. Hey, live your life. You got the money. I ain't with the plastic surgery. Live your life. I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, I think man. the other, the only other spin I would go into different races, but I don't want to annoy women even more. No, we'll do that for another time, man. This show went an hour. We went two hours, man. This was the best show, I feel like, content-wise. I feel like we covered a lot. It's very entertaining. I want, first of all, I want to thank our guests for coming out, man. Martez, man. Oh, man Let them know where they can find you at and follow you at, Tez. And bro, get what thank you y'all do. for having me. Thank you, I bro. mean, Josh, man, you go back, man. How long? Like 12 years now? 13 years? 13. Josh, you came in the game smashing. You sat back. You learned the game, bro, sure. and just killing. And let, let, let me just plug my man. I know y'all did this on other episodes, but Josh went on Apollo. Showtime at the Apollo, one of the hardest stages in the world, had 60 seconds to smash the stage and win $1,000. And he represented Detroit Oak Park so hard mm-hmm. and won that bread with no problem. Yes, sir. Um, they can get me on everything, Martez Comedy, M-A-R-T-E-Z Comedy. That's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Adult Friend Finder, Christian Mingle. Damn. That's all He's of them. Adult uh, Friend Finder. Niggas ain't up on an Adult Friend Finder. That's all of them. You looking for hot moms within 30 miles to get your dick sucked? There, there you go. Uh, but no, I just promote my comedy career on there. Facts. Uh, <laughs> Christian Mingle. Martez you Comedy. On, uh, what's that? A Farmer's Only? <laughs> farmer's Only, my nigga. M-A-R-T-E-Z. The word comedy, no spaces. Holler at me, y'all. And keep supporting my man, Kari. Keep supporting Josh, my man, Kid Clever. Thank y'all for having me, man. Facts, man. And like I said, man, you do cooking in your drawers, man. It's a very interesting show. When the next one? Cook. I'm trying to do I'm trying to do the breakfast this weekend. I just did yesterday. Yesterday, actually, I just did uh, uh, orange chicken. Um, mm. surprisingly, black man just, making Chinese food man. just yesterday. Now, now I cheated though. I ain't gonna front. I cheated, but I shouted out the company. And jo- see, that's another thing Josh be talking about. I, I do the you know the brands. Like if I mm. use a brand, I you know mm. I shout them out. It's like Kikoman does all the little Asian sauces like stir mm. fry and mm-hmm. and Thai chili and all that. They got General sauce. Yeah, there you go. Okay. So I use their orange sauce. I had a little bit left in the refrigerator. But I did everything else. I cut up the chicken and battered it with the uh, cornstarch and fried it. And so then how I, many cats did it take to make the meal that you put together? That's hilarious. I went all the way Asian with it. I went <laughs> authentic to the authentic core. Authentic Asian. 
Yeah, man. But uh, yeah, I did uh, uh, that orange chicken, and I'm gonna try to do um, breakfast this weekend. But like hey, man, I said, yeah. if you fuck with me, follow Tez, man. You're gonna be very entertained by his page, man. Like I said. He got some shit, man, and he want, he one of my big homies. So if you fuck with me, I want you to fuck with him. My God. Uh, the next comedy show will be uh June going up 12th. Tuesdays, uh, June twelfth. Going up Tuesdays, June twelfth is the next one, man. Yeah, we yeah. Gonna barbecue. Um, and um, I guess we done nailed down what the thing we gonna do. We actually gonna do uh, we we gonna be taping. We have a bunch of comedians come down, man, and we gonna be taping a set. We gonna tape everybody's set, so it's gonna be dope. It's gonna be a taped event, so you wanna come out live. Uh, all uh, dripped You know what I'm saying be Wear fly. your good clothes Wear your good shit Cause you might be on TV YouTube We doing some very fly shit man Um are in Mississippi What's happening in Mississippi I'm going to pick up my daughter My daughter coming back for the summer What's She come up every summer So y'all I might even bring Johanna up in They here, get man. out of school a little early Yeah they get out yeah, early yeah, so yeah, yeah. But she, they go back early too don't they? Yeah, yeah so yeah, they go yeah. I get her in May But I'll take her back Early August Like like she go back around my birthday, our birthday. So, okay. Johanna gonna be up here. So I'm gonna have stories to talk about her. We might even do a little weird podcast because she'd like to talk. We'll do it early in the day. Won't be no liquor involved, and we gonna no. just all Capri Suns. And we Capri gonna chop it up because <laughs> she's seven, so she she's intelligent enough to hold a conversation. Like I would just like to hear what she would talk about as far as like we's on the mic. So we you might do that. Me. So that's what I'm going down there for. But uh. Um, ain't nobody else got nothing else to shout out? Ain't nothing else going on? Man, just Detroit is different. Uh, uh, Lord knows what the hell going to happen when your girl hear this episode. Well, I mean, I think it was a fair episode. It was, I, I, it was pretty fair. It was fair. Gosh, she to it. If she listens to it all in its entirety, she's going to be like, okay, I get it. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I, it is what it is. We, we good. Uh, but like I said, Detroit is different studios. Yeah. In association with Clever Vision. Yeah. Follow you know me too. Saying? Follow me too at Kid Clever on Instagram. Bam. Kid Clever everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Kid Clever everywhere. You ain't got a car. Just Detroit is different. Just Detroit is different. We gonna we gonna. Uh, I've already made the decision that I'm gonna make a cartoon to Josh. We gonna get the wild wild boy behavior shirts. Going. We about to get shirts popping. Why we talking that shirt shit, man? Listen, so slept on. I got a show coming up, uh, March 31st at the Red Done. Um, if you ain't doing nothing, come down, come fuck with me. White, black, Mexican, whoever. Is that and, the Josh and Friends show? Yeah, that's the Josh and Friends Who's show. Who's your friends? Uh, whoever else gonna be there. Justin Hague, <laughs> uh, Justin Essenmacher, Andrew Magrita. That's crazy. I remember everybody on the show. They're my guys. Shout out to Paul Pepitone. You know you my dog. I love you. <laughs> hey, man. Josh Adams Podcast. It's another one, man. The best one we done had so far. God bless. Good night. Peace. Tune in weekly to the Josh You a Fool podcast with comedian Josh Adams for all his takes on what happened this week. Subscribe on Apple iTunes or Google Play to the Josh You a Fool podcast to hear the jokes and thoughts of Josh Adams. Follow Josh Adams on Instagram at I'm Josh Adams.